No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. This episode of No Simple Road is brought to you by Shop to a Bus. No, 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 no. What? Shop. Shop. Oh, no. I'm not doing oh, okay. that. Never mind. Stop. Shop. They'll make a new thing Why to not? make a new thing. Why can't we make a bunch of things? You can have whatever. You out there can have whatever you want. <laughs> and you know what, what you want right now? You want to go to <laughs> shoptourbus.com. <laughs> 
go to shoptourbus.com or at shoptourbus on Instagram and get the coolest Grateful Dead inspired t-shirt, hoodie, baby clothes, sticker packs, all kinds of fun stuff. Pens sometimes. When? They have pens, like those last pens, the enamel pens. They oh, okay. Very cool. I didn't mean to say you can't you, do new things. Mel Mel wants to limit me when I'm doing <laughs> doing advertisements for Shop Tour Bus. Yeah. Continually at, is censoring my... Sorry, Luke and the guy. <laughs> are trying you to guys, get creative, tried to give you a good Melody advertisement. Not you're not getting it this week. Sorry. So you're going to get a box. It's going to got stuff in it. No. It's going to got... It's going to have, like, things... Guys. Okay, so seriously, go to Shop Tour Bus and get your awesome t-shirt inspired by an awesome Grateful Dead lyric. Like, what's the latest one? The Eyes of the World. Oh, that one's amazing. It. What? That was a secret. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say what it was. But that's what the t-shirt's called. Well, it's out of the bag now, so go over there and get yourself one. It's and literally it will out come, of the bag. It'll come in a box. It'll come in a box. In a one-of-a-kind box that is hand-painted by somebody at that moment that was putting your box together comes with usually a nice photo or some lyrics or an article wrapped around it with the magic twine like we always talk about Mm. with candy uh knickknacks gigas all the things and a bootleg and a bootleg so i mean i can't think of any other company out there that's giving you quite so much when you just order a t-shirt but and the comfy like i don't think we said that last couple times one of the comfiest t-shirts every shop tour, but I have four, I they think. They are very soft. They are so soft and comfy. Yep. It is great material. So yeah, if you don't is. know what we're talking about, head over to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram and hook yourself up with one of these really cool shirts. And that what? hand design box that we're talking about, if you want a, a, a special message written on the inside of that box when you're checking out, put that in the notes when you're checking out like, hey, I love you, Melanie. And then they'll write that on the inside of the box. And (laughs) it'll be really cool. And you'll have that bootleg and gigas and candy and shirt or hoodie. That would be cute to see. Mm -hmm. And guess what, what too? What? You can get free shipping. (gasps) How? You go and you put the promo code, no simple road, no simple and road. you will not have to pay shipping on your purchase. Thanks. That's pretty pretty sweet. Thanks. Luke and the Roadies are our longest standing sponsor on No Simple Road. They are part of our family. We love them. They love us. So you should love them too. Support the No Simple Road family as sponsors. Go to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram and get more than you bargained for. Yay! Define. Define what? Premium cannabis. Smoke weed. Every day. <laughs> Every day. Yeah. So define premium cannabis. Yeah, guys. Hey man, tell us all about it, Apple. Well, they're our mighty fine sponsor for one. Wow, my voice changed. Yeah, yeah. No. Yes, they are a mighty fine sponsor, and they help me go, too, because that's where I work. And we have two locations up here in the Pacific Northwest in our lovely town of Portland. Come out to Hillsboro. That's the shop I'm at all week. So, well, I'm not there Saturdays and Sundays, but you can come into the Hillsboro shop, ask for me. I'll come out and take care of you. And if you go to the Forest Grove one, also mention that you listen to us and one of our bud tenders out there will take care of you, get you educated and going out that door with whatever medicine you need. Topicals, edibles, flour, my favorite. And if you say that you listen to No Simple Road, you get 10% 10%. off your purchase and a free t-shirt. So, yes, that'll happen. You know, seriously, if you live in the Portland area. And you listen to No Simple Road, and you haven't been to Define to meet Apple and buy some herb well, yet. You're blowing well, it, man. You should really, really head out to Hillsboro Forest Grove 
and get yourself taken care of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Come on. Yeah, and then doing? shout out to a few of those people that have Bob. Yeah. Bob has been out to visit Bob, me several times. Shout out Bob. And Carrie has been Carrie. out several times. And right I on. still owe you two t-shirts, Carrie. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, come out and visit us. And remember to mention you listen to us. You'll get 10% off and you will get taken care of. And you will take care of your head. And your body. Yes. No simple rub No simple rub No simple rub The Helping Friendly Podcast explores the music and fan experience of fish through interviews and deep dives on shows and tours. And quick hits, a review of every show of the tour the next day with someone who was there. We started HF Pod in 2013 to bring the fan voice into the discussion. We're six years in, and with the help of our guests, we're still discovering new angles of appreciation for the band we all love. Whether you're new to fish or you've been listening for years, we think you'll find something to enjoy on HF Pod. Search for the Helping Friendly Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts, or find us on the web at hfpod.com. The sound is different. <clears throat> it is. It is. Do you know? Do you know what I mean, Mel? We're not fighting over the construction team. That's for sure. Oh yeah, leaf blower guy's not here. Not, yeah, there's going to be none it's of that. It's silence. There's and no it's rain. Like there's night's more kind of heavy. Like muffled. well, it's it's like we're inside of night. Hey yeah. now, you no know what I mean? We're welcome back. Enveloped in the night. We yeah. are here on the porch, enveloping you in the honey dripping sounds of our voices, with the night following behind us closely. And we were just sitting here discussing this, about? that it, it this is different. We're now sometimes going to be recording at night. Because, at night? Yeah, because we're all, Melanie's home now at night, like we mentioned on the last. You I know, just think of Spongebob and where he goes, I cut my finger at <laughs> night. You guys, gave, you guys gave me a really sweet shout out last week that I didn't expect. And that was cool. Thanks for that. What's well, awesome? Yeah, mom's, man. mom's mom's home, home now at night, and we like this. There's no pressure. Before a lot of times we were recording, yeah. Melanie, Melanie would know she'd have to be looking at her watch. I, I think and that that's like, why like I got a half hour. Watch. <laughs> okay, that is old. She put on her phonograph record and was looking at her She watch. was looking at her phone constantly. I was having like... And you'd have to rush off to work. All Yeah, um, the memory of like just a minute ago, I was like, I have to go to bed. And Aaron's like, it's not even it's 8 o'clock. It's 7.50, man. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I'm Apple's like, like, whatever, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that feeling when I used to have to go to work, like I feel like I have to do that. But I, it's just... Like a shadow. Which you do, I, I mean, it is a drastic like shift change yeah, for you. Now you get is. up at five in the morning instead of mm-hmm. like sleeping in. Till whenever I felt like it. get up. So, yeah. Hi, guys. For hi. all yeah. of you yeah. out there. Yeah, welcome back to you're, welcome, welcome to the to middle of our conversation. <laughs> My schedule. The, so, <laughs> you, you came back to, and you saw No Simple Road whatever on your phone, and you were like, oh, a new No Simple Road episode. Let me, let me put that on. And like, we're, I don't know, six and a half minutes in or seven minutes in right now well that's and, only and, because and i haven't even said like who's who's on the episode this week this week is jason gershini no gershini gershini he taught us how to say his name i uh-huh. know and, I, and, and it was gershini it. It, yeah gers no Ger- stop it stop shin knee gershini am i putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable 
<laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, anyway, this was this was awesome interview and he's local, which is our one of our favorite things when somebody gets to come over, sit on the porch and we know we're gonna see them again soon. Like we're gonna see Jason this weekend at String Cheese. Yeah. And Boogie he, Down. He's the if you don't know who Jason is, he is the guy that co authored the book One Hundred Things Every Fish Fan Should Know and Do Before They Die. And John B. I think. Yeah. yeah. No, nothing. Yeah. John, John B. B is the one sure. that, that sent us the book and also oh, gave wanna, us the idea for this episode. Told I want to get a. Can you pause Jason. this? I want to go get that. You want to pause it? Yeah. I'm going to pause it. Pause it. All and right. we're back. Back from the pause. Oh. I had to get the book because. I held my um, breath that whole time, too. Yeah, Mel's got something. I have to, to read what John wrote when he sent this book. No Simple Road Family. Not sure if y'all have this or not. But this is the book that eventually led me to your shows, and I figured you guys should have it. Also, I want you to interview Jason G., who co-wrote this book. He lives in Portland. That's a show idea. Well, hope you enjoy it. Love and light, your friend John B. Johnny Bananas. So, John B., just with this book, created a future. Whoa. He did. That's a trip. He sent us his book like last year. Yeah, last the holidays, I think, or after. I don't know. And thank you again, John. And uh, Jason came over. And when he was here, I had noticed, because I hadn't picked this book up in a while, and I noticed the writing. I did not read it. Oh, really? I did not read it until I grabbed it right now. And I made the. I wanted to stop because I knew it was. Well, that just goes to show all you guys out there that when we say, "Hey, write in with ideas and tell us what you want to hear on the show and all that stuff," that we really do, like, pay attention. Yeah, because sometimes. What? Just hearing from somebody else, like a fresh mind, it's a great idea. Like today, I was on Reddit, and somebody asked why we don't. talk about widespread panic at all okay and and i answered it i i even made whoa i made a reddit thing what's your name (laughs) oh no don't do that (laughs) i made a reddit thing i said that we have no experience because we haven't seen them live that's what i was gonna say we need west coast shows and so i we are just talking about what we know yeah. So we're bringing new bands that we're aware of. Yeah, we, if we don't know about something, it's not because we don't like it. It's like we don't we don't know about it. Well, that's so. the thing. I'm not gonna front. I'm not gonna be like, yeah, panic, fucking rules. I I like panic. I I've listened to them, <laughs> but there's something magic that happens. You can listen to a band live, all you want. It's different than going to the show and having the experience of being there. The I've had fish is a great example of this for me. Until I saw fish live, I didn't hear fish. I listened to fish. I didn't hear it. When I went and saw it live, all of a sudden I could hear what the lyrics meant. And it made sense. There's something magic about going to the show. And I've never been to a panic show. I want to go. And there's something magic about all these crowds because they are very immersed in the band. Like we're going to see string cheese. There's, you know, it is going to see fish. It's a different crowd. Dead and company, different crowd, all awesome crowds, but unique. 
and to yes. have that experience and that we just energy haven't had of it. thousands of fucking people. How do you catch a unique rabbit? Unique up on it. <laughs> Sorry. And I know like some sometimes you're like, shit, I wish I would have known about it sooner or whatever. I missed out on all yeah, this music. Yeah, I feel like that. I feel like, oh my God, I get to <laughs> play now. Like all these new avenues. Like I think like it's great. Like it's a brand new thing because now I get to experience more stuff. I just remember getting, when I got turned on to the dead, it was 1989 and there was all these great shows that happened in the couple of years, two, three years before I got turned on that I found out about afterward that I was like, fuck, I could have been at those shows, man. I blew it. And I felt like that really felt like that with fish. When we were, when Apple and I went and saw them at the forum, that was the first thing I said when the lights came up after they, they did a yem slave to the traffic light encore and the lights came up and i was like dude we missed 30 years of amazing <laughs> what, what, music what just happened yeah, after just yeah happened? after what just happened was dude we missed 30 years of amazing music but we're here now here we are we're on the porch we're yeah doing we're our gonna we don't worry whether it'll end up being widespread panic on here we've got we're, plenty of stuff to, yeah. like tommy <clears throat> said in colorado we're gonna we, we have to go to colorado to see a show or something do a trial but it will happen yeah i i I think if we're going to... All of it's going to happen. If we're going to see Panic, we need to either go to Red Rocks or Vegas. Yep. I think a Panic show in Vegas would be awesome. That'd be a blast. You down, Mel? Um, I don't know. You can't you don't commit know? to anything at this point. No, yeah, commit to everything I, right I, now on the show so that I have <laughs> a like, record. I'm, don't I'm you thinking make with plans. my show head and then my real life head, and I'm like, no, I, no, I don't want to plan any more trips. Wait, you have two heads? <laughs> yes. No, they say two no, wait, are better than one. Are you free that, that second weekend in November no. 2023? <laughs> I, you, I, I know. You put that down on your calendar. <laughs> I, <laughs> it was, it was oh, super. Look at that. It's a huge fucking pterodactyl. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it's still there. It was a big for yeah. all of you out there. It was an insect the size of my hand. It was huge, it was, and it had no, something. It stuck was like the size it. of Jasper's hand. It was carrying like I think it broke loose from a cobweb, but it was like carrying the whole cobweb. You're really like, being hey. immersed in the in the porch experience. Yeah, this you experience at night. This is different it really for is. us. There's different bugs out. It's a different sound. We yeah. don't have to compete with construction. And it's so beautiful out, you guys. It is like nice and crisp, I but am, it's not too cold. And I have a sweater on and a dress and leggings, and it's the exact amount of clothes that I need out here. And we are not competing with leaf blower guy. No, nope. it's really nice. And it's cr- and there's crickets tonight instead it, of birds. It's crickets. And Ryder is here, but he had a long day at work, so he chose to sit this one out. So, you know. It's well, just kind of a sweet, different Speaking night. of being immersed in the porch experience, that, like you were saying, it was cool that Jason is here in Portland yeah. and he actually yeah. came to the house and we got to hang out. And mm-hmm. I think we added another member to the family that Aww. day. Like it was. Oh, for sure. He's yeah. such a comfortable person. He's just I like I felt us. like we knew each other forever and. I didn't get to say bye properly to Jason. So Jason, when you listen to this, I'm sorry that you're going to see him this weekend. Properly bye. Yeah, you could tell him in person this weekend I at, will at tell String him. Cheese. He's he's going to be um, covering the show for Glide Magazine, and um, this should be coming out on Saturday or Sunday. So all of you people that were at Cheese in Eugene 
or are going tomorrow. I don't know which day this is coming out. We're here for you, man, as you're driving home. Hope you all had a blast. Drive safe. Take care of each other. Hydrate on the way home. Take 5 HDP. Yeah. Yeah, man. Don't Be nice to each other. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, let's let's move on. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're keep on. keep the train rolling tonight, guys. Uh, just again, right, you thank s- you, John, for yeah, the, John. Thank, thank you, you for yeah, this episode. This. We, so we dedicate this episode to John oh, B. John B. This is to you, John B. So speaking of our listeners, you said yeah. Okay. Ooh, speaking you of our listeners, read something. The first thing I want to do is sh- is say a heartfelt, I love you, and thank you, to Cody. The bug, oh the bug my Dudabides, gosh. Our Cody. newest Chan donator. I guess you heard the plea on the last episode and you answered <laughs> the call, brother. And we appreciate Aww, you, man. Cody. And it was no small amount that you came up with. Aww, and we are him. honored and blessed and we love you, man. Thank you, man. And, and we need to make time to hang out together. And you need to help us figure out what the stink is in our house. <laughs> 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 why Cody? Like, why how does he get bug, nominated? He's the bug dude. Yeah. But what the, if he? It's not a bug. A it, well, bug does not smell type. like. He no, deals with it, stuff it, like it that. Be a, it could game. be a rodent. Oh, okay. All right, then I understand again. Yeah, that's why. Okay. But this morning, um, I woke up and I came out here with my coffee, and it was all quiet, and have been trying to not look at my phone before I leave for work. I've been giving myself quiet time in the morning to like get into the day before I pick up my phone. But this morning I broke my rule and I'm glad I did because I opened up Instagram and I got this DM from wheel. Don't roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, long time listener of the show and I'm typically not the biggest social media guy, but today I felt compelled, almost obligated to reach out and personally thank you. Thank you. NSR and what it has meant to me is something I can't easily put into words. Transcends the podcast format or any other medium out there. The genuine, beautifully articulated celebration of the music I love has touched me on so many levels. From celebrating along with you guys while talking the music we love so much to grieving the death of mutual friends and favorite musicians. The Neil Memorial episode got me through something that hit me so incredibly hard is I'm a longtime fan of Chris Robinson and all of his projects, especially Beachwood Sparks and so many other musicians. I was lucky enough to spend some time over the year with Neil and his bandmates and Cats and CRB. I'm hoping you guys will be in town for the show celebrating Neil. It would be an honor and a privilege for me to be able to say hello and buy you a beer or a toke. Either way, I hope you realize the incredibly powerful work you guys do with the show and how much it's touched me to be able to sit in the car on my long commutes each day and feel like I'm sitting in my living room engaged in conversation with close friends. Wow, thank you so much. That Dude. To hear that, especially about that episode, that was a tough one to do, and to have feedback that that helped you because that helped us. That yeah. that It really did. After we were done, we just was... It felt like a big exhale, like yeah. Of, yeah. like when you didn't realize you were holding your breath. You finally just and but also like what I said to him was I'll, well, I'll paraphrase. I'm not going to read it, but like in in the back of my mind, sometimes like when we're when I'm doing something that I'm passionate about, it it's, I'm speaking mostly about the show right now, like. I have times where I second guess it 
and what I'm doing and the effect that it has and mm. all that, you know, we second guess ourselves yeah, and we are our own worst critics and all that. And it, it never fails that when I'm having one of those moments, I'll get a email or a DM or something like that. And of a real soulful. Life. Yeah. Like that. And it's, it really makes me see how the universe works through other people reflecting ourselves back at us like for him to do that he didn't he didn't know i was what was going on in my head he didn't do anything because of you no it was his own but gig. the timing was just exquisite like the synchronicity, synchronicity of it is yeah like we keep and saying that. total synchronicity and it just shows that we're all totally and like intricately connected to each other whether we realize it or not and to know that we're having that effect on I don't care if it's just one person that means the world that, that means the world and what this subject would like I mean what this was about and everything and I'm going to segue into this too because this what's happening now with everybody healing and to see what is going on with circles going ahead now and Eric Krasno joining to do this tour and stuff it's just amazing That's everybody needs so this healing so awesome. I mean Adam, Mark, and Dan, and thank you guys. Thank you, everybody out there, this whole community. This is just, we all need this. Yeah. Yeah. And wheel don't roll, man. That, okay, for Go me, ahead, like, hearing that, you know, I completely understand, like, you know, not being a social media personality and how it's it takes something real to move you like so i get that aspect but then what you're saying to like a long time listener and you're finally moved like the fact that you did that that's helping you reaching out based on what we said is mutually healing each other of that wound that mm -hmm. that's yeah. why we put the show out and in response to something that was painful and, and that helped soothe a little bit. And now you are helping to soothe that again with us because it's still there. Like I just have a weird thing with, you know, every now and then I like, I'll see a picture on Instagram and I'm like, like I, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to hug Neil more. Mm -hmm. I think like, you know, in, in my head, I'm thinking it now that I see him, you know, like, and like I said, after we finished the show last week, it felt like, oh, God, you know, and so I just, I like to keep conversations alive so long as some maybe lingering little hurts stay in there. That way we can always feel like we can come back to it. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah, man. And. It's so thank it's, you for that. Yeah. And it's awesome to have encouragement from the family. Yeah. And, and know that what you're doing is doing something. And Absolutely. If by us sitting out here talking on the porch, you feel like you're here with us. Well, guess what? You are. There's always an empty chair out here. And it's for you. And that's what we're doing. And so it lets me know that it's working. The, the it magic, means so the, much to the hear magic just is a real. high, a high right? anything, just to hear something. I mean, we all like that, to be heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, last night, um, my cousin Jen sent me uh, a letter that Robert Hunter wrote to Garcia a year after he passed away. 
and we lost Robert Hunter this week. Yeah. And you know what, man? Oh my gosh. Listen, he, he, he passed away in his own bed holding his wife's hand. And after a, had one hell of a life. And if you're going to go, that's that's I'm I'm down with that way to so, celebration know, of life. Listen, sometimes death is tragic and sometimes it is very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, it, a, that's like a celebration. You of know, life. like okay. nobody ever wants their person to die or the people that they love die. But when you come to the end of a long, beautiful, fruitful, successful, unique, uh, you know, creative, amaz- yeah, amazing, yeah, creative life. I mean, you really just count your blessings that you were blessed with an angel in your life, you know? Yeah. And those songs, when I saw the, um, I can't remember who it was on Instagram. I'm sorry. I want to give you credit, but I don't remember who put the, all a list of the songs that wouldn't be here if it wasn't for. Oh man. Yeah. Hundreds. And I was like, that's every song that I know of the grateful dead mm-hmm. like that's well, all like the songs the one, there was a r- ripple broke down palace and uh lay me down <laughs> truck we in, have, shave in one down. afternoon he wrote those three songs in one afternoon we would not have the name of the show were it not for him no we would not so so, so but my point this is, show is also dedicated to you robert hunter yep shout out wherever you are thank you yeah man thank you thank you thanks brother for He's chilling with jerry what you do. yeah he's and neil they're writing some new They're hanging out. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's an all-star rocking band! Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so check this out, though. Thanks for watching down on the, us, guys. The point that I had in bringing up the letter was there was a part of that letter where he was recalling um, driving in the car with Garcia and uh, a conversation that they had, and he said, "I'm paraphrasing this, but like that." we were building or we were, we were trying to figure out how to control this tiger that we were riding or if we should try controlling it. And you told me that we were building a universe and that it was my time in the shadows. This is Hunter saying this Garcia said this to him. It's your time in the shadows now, but there, I'm not going to live a long life. It's just not in the cards for me. And when the time comes, you're going to be the one that has to be the mouthpiece for this universe that we're building. And that's, wow, that's huge. It, it, it showed me that because I've always looked at it like that, like the grateful dead are another world. This, this music, all of it, it it started another place. Yeah. And, and I, another reality, I thought I was unique in seeing it like that. Mm. Like my perspective was, unique in that and knowing that those two dudes had that conversation was a weird validation for me (laughs) all these years later you know sitting out here reading it on my phone was like wow i it is that and so my i'm gonna bring it back around to that dm that we got it's the same thing. Wheel don't turn. Wheel don't roll. Roll. It's the same roll. thing. Getting that DM from him lets me know that we are building a universe and that it is real and that people are feeling it. People are on board. And it. I can't lie. Like this past, I guess maybe since festival season ended or whatever and we've kind of got back to 
like our life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, it, not that like I lost touch with it, but like I I didn't realize the impact. And then and then song the other day I was telling you that she song Martin. Yeah, yeah. She, you are a beautiful woman, and thank you for what you did. And I don't want to go into all of it, but she's just like I was feeling like that, and then that happened with song that day and so that was a perfect timing moment for me to let me realize like yeah we are building something big because it's my focus can be so demanded in other places you know what I mean so it's it's easy to lose focus for me because I'm thinking about a million other projects and things in my life but no simple road has this weight. <laughs> it's like a per. It's a person in my life. It, it does its own thing it's sometimes per- too. It's a person yeah. in my life that I I feel like oh my god I'm I didn't spend time with it today I, I want to you know what I mean like I like a, like another one of like Sydney or Simon you know and and if I don't answer one of those guys calls, Oh my God, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, so like I, <laughs> so, and, and no simple road is becoming like that for me. Like, you know, I just, it, it, it's just a strange thing. Like I, I have this. And, and it comes along when you need it. I've told you guys several it's times growing. this week, I got, which I have got to give a shout out to I, I'm working in a dispensary. I deal with a lot of vendors from different companies mm-hmm. and, and lately Alex, uh, <clears throat> Or Tra- Travis is listening, uh, Alex is listening, and these guys work on farms and extract companies, and they're out on the road a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's so flattering to hear them. They're like, they love listening to us because it's something to listen to when you're out driving all the time. These guys do coast routes and stuff, right. so they're listening a lot, and I get feedback from them. And it's always like at the right time when I'm just kind of kind of need that. And yeah, they, and it happens that synchronicity, and it's like, bro, it's just listening to your show. I mean, it, and yeah. it just I don't know, like you said, about it, it's beyond validation. I mean, validation's I guess like the word, but it's it just it's feels different. so good, it's a so new heartwarming. Feeling. It's like a big hug. Well, yeah. It's like the big embrace that I uh, just love but it. Thank it, you all for listening. It feels it, good like that, but I feel more like, um, oh gosh, I don't. I feel like this that the work that we're doing has value and worth yeah because because i'm finding value and worth in it and not because of any external validation but i'm getting something out of it and because we get stuff out of it then other people get something too and that and so that whole creating a universe thing if you think about the world of the grateful dead or the jam scene or just music period it doesn't exist alone. It's not just the band. The band can play in their garage all they want. They are not creating a universe in that garage mm-hmm. by themselves. It's when they play in front of other people that the magic happens. That's what I was talking about, like going and seeing widespread panic. I, I don't know. I've never been to a show, so I don't know what that universe is that like. Personal feedback. Right. Hey, and shout out Dave Schools. Yeah, man. We love hey, you. And I'm the down. I'm ready to go right panic. now. If you, fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I want to make sure that they know that we got love for them, fuck even yeah. though we don't oh, know. Big time. Big we just, time. look, we don't know yet. I ain't been there. Shoot. But my, my point is, you guys out there that are listening, 
if you've never contacted us or you have, you guys are making this thing with us. Yeah. Oh, this is true. together. This is a together thing. This is not me, Mel, Apple Rider, and Darwin doing oh. this thing by ourselves. <laughs> we we're playing here in our garage by ourselves. But guess what? When you guys out there start listening, then this magic thing starts happening. And it's the beautiful thing about it is the internet has provided us this vast arena. We can play in the largest arena on the planet every week. And yeah, you guys are no here cap. to listen. There's no cap. So we love you guys, man. Yeah, and thanks you're fucking, for listening, guys. You are the most important part of the show. Thanks period. for yeah, and like not be you here. guys are shaping our life too. Like this is a we were here doing one thing and then it was like you guys are doing this now. Mm-hmm. And it was so natural. Yeah. And and I don't even know if the, how does that make sense? The podcast just oh it was just like natural. Like <laughs> I don't even understand what that like means. Because if really. these mics weren't but, here, we'd be sitting here doing this anyway. Well, I mean, this show's definitely given us direction of what to talk about, but we would still have our yeah, like whatever it's was in therapy. our day, or like we would still it's have our deep sessions me. and stuff. And if we're talking about our stuff, man, I mean, one of the I didn't think we were going there. Well, we kind of are. I mean, the hardest thing for me at this point with no simple road. And I think Apple too. Don't speak for Apple. No, I I can okay. in this sense. I, I think no. I think correct him if All he's right. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bullshit. Is, oh no. Is Sorry, being people. patient and and allowing it to do what it needs to do in the time that it needs to take to do it. Yeah, because it's all we want to do, but mm-hmm. we have to pay bills and work day jobs and do our, you know. Yeah, there's so many ideas on the table and so much stuff that we want to do. And I really just want to be doing this. I I don't want to be giving <laughs> my we, time, talent, creativity to somebody else. We know it's going to happen, but it's, well, anybody out there listening, it's one of those things like you really want something, you're working hard, and it's hard to wait for mm-hmm. it to get where you want it to be. But that's that's the hardest. But it is going there quickly. Yeah. I, I, I mean, the way that I see it is they're just a big Chan donator right now. What do you mean? Your job, that they're a Chan donating for your time. Uh, okay, that they're making possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, we'll go with that. They're a chance. Yeah, here. but anyway, we're gonna and get there. Just, yeah, we need like, to get them to the interview. Well, yeah, they're right. fine. They're hanging out they're with fine. us. Okay. They're driving in the car right now, or they're on the treadmill, or cooking dinner. Well, walking the dog. All right, fine. You you broke. You, oh, you killing me over there, Smalls. Oh. <laughs> All right, you know what? Did it have a point. I did have a point. I was. All I was saying is I appreciate all of you guys out there. You really do make a difference to us too. And without you guys, it's there's no thing happening. You're, there's no wheels yeah, on the bus. Yeah. There's no gas there's in no, the tank. <laughs> so Spark plugs. We, we appreciate off. you guys, man. And um, we yeah. love you. And I am really grateful that Jason took his time to come over here and hang out with he us. He's such an interesting... Interesting. 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 I took a couple well, monuments earlier. So yeah, you did. This is another. <laughs> <laughs> this is another one where we could have talked all day yeah. because we just wanted to keep getting to know each other and. Yeah, but somebody that's been into the fish scene for that long and has that kind of history, there's 
a lot of information. I really enjoyed talking to him about stuff like that because I don't know him. He's completely neutral. And so now I've been to shows and I can understand what these songs, whatever, when you guys start doing the football talk with the songs. And then like I I get it. Like they opened with the free and closed with a tweezer. (laughs) Okay. Like now I understand that. But I fucking love you. (laughs) (laughs) See, and I can even now make a silly joke with real things. Like Uh before I, I couldn't even make it up because i had no idea what it was it was it was cool to watch the interaction between you two i saw you enjoying I was, talking yeah, about I was, fish i was excited because i knew what he was talking about and he's a good explainer mm-hmm. and he's a really good writer but and you guys will never know because we don't stop talking. well <laughs> you guys will figure it out I don't think i think you guys make a big deal people love our bullshit sometimes Sometimes. No, yeah, no, <laughs> we're just fucking around. So here's the thing: if you aren't already doing it, follow us on Instagram, you know, or tell a friend about the show. That's yeah, a good tell thing. A friend. Tell a friend. Grassroots this shit. That's what you're supposed to do when you find something you really like is share it. Yeah. So share <laughs> share Sharing No Simple caring. Road with your friends. Check us out on Twitter at No Simple Road and Facebook. Join the Facebook group, the No Simple Road Family. Um, there's been quite a few of you that have joined lately and I appreciate you guys. Thanks a lot. We, and, got, uh, what? we got a steely as a, um, so somebody has been listening. Who was it? Um, I'll let you yeah. say that name. Cause I'm gonna, I, I'm going to give this a shot here. Uh, alt shift Corey. That's rad. Alt shift Corey. He went, okay. Sent so a I freaking say, steely. I, I say, leave us a five star review on Apple podcasts or uh, subscribe to the show on Spotify. Cellar door. And it, I say, you know, you don't have to leave a word review. You could just go on there and leave one word or do your five stars and keep on going. And Alt Shift Corey gave us an, an uh, what do they call that? It is called it's shit. An, an <laughs> emoji steely? No, no, no. It's not an emoji, emoji? steely. No, it that's not like what it. it is. It looks like it. I can't remember what it's called. Well, I Leet. Leet. That's what it's called. He left us elite steely. Whatever. In elite speak. And it's a cellar door is the name of the review. Well, I appreciate you, man. And to all of you guys that have left us the five star reviews, thank you very much. And for the rest of you out there that haven't done it yet, come on, man. We still love you, but come on, man. Yeah, hook us up. Hook a brother up. You know? It's it takes you like three or a seconds. sister up yeah. if you want to hook a sister up. yeah That's help true. Mel out yeah. help Mel out help a dog out Darwin Darwin Me guys and Darwin's like hell yeah please guys we, we we sent out a plea to the family last week and like I said Cody is our new chan donator for the week congratulations Cody and I guess Aaron told me this I over oh dinner, yeah if you but donate, I did not know this if you donate on Patreon twenty dollars or more a month you will receive. <laughs> A one-of-a-kind... It should be a secret. <laughs> ...hand-designed collage made by Melanie herself. She will personally make you a collage and send it to your house. Woo! So... She hooks up some good collages. Patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road is the way that we pay for No Simple Road. I know we got a bunch of people out there that just started listening to the show. So all of you guys, please leave us those five-star reviews. That doesn't cost you anything. And you know what? We need the time and the space to do the show full time. And the way that we're going to get there is with Patreon. So Patreon.com. I think we need patience. Uh, We do have patience. Guns and roses. 
Anyway, we're almost there, you guys. Just hang in there for another minute. They're going to stop. I was walking the streets tonight. <laughs> wow. All right. So with all that being said, we I have love a dis- you, Axel. We have Shout the, out. We have, I hurt my neck ac- acting like Axel. Oh. We have the Discord <laughs> server. We have the No Simple Road Reddit group. And, and it's the, current. And all the other stuff. So hook it up, man. Go out there and, and get involved with your No Simple Road family, brothers and sisters out there in the intertubes. Yep. Yeah. That's that's all I have to say about that. <sighs> so there. So. Business is done. We're going to get you to the interview. We are only 39 minutes in. Yeah, that's good. We got you there. See? Lickety split. Thanks, Jason, for, for coming to our house. Yeah, yeah man. And being cool and rad and sharing and your stories yeah co-authoring this amazing book and everybody out there should go buy a copy of the book and try and do the hundred things i was excited to see that i'd done some <laughs> you have done some of them i know it's pretty cool man mm-hmm. and again for all of you guys driving home from cheese right now drive safe take care of each other if you get tired pull over sleep get somebody else that's fresh let them drive Hydrate, take 5-HTP, watch the road, keep both hands 10 and 2, and we are going to get you to the end. And interview. shoulder rotations are good, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, without further ado, how awesome the show was. without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Jason Gershany. I'm late to the bus, which I think is fun, because now I get caught up by kind of the best of the best to be honest like I'm, we're, my first shows were at the Gorge and Dicks so all <laughs> I much come I on, know man. I yeah. haven't read the whole book but I know that I saw both of those in there well, right? we're, we're all kind of late to the fish bus me and Aaron didn't start getting no none of us started getting into it like until it was like four four, four, 20, four. 2014 okay mm-hmm. and then we went and saw them at the forum and we're like what i, I looked we, at we apple never liked, we liked their music but we were never really into the lyrics and trey it was all about the dead it's like it's not the grateful dead it's not and then we saw trey in uh fairly well in chicago and we're like oh my god he's phenomenal oh, and then started listening it's like oh my god we met where have we been for 30 i looked at years? apple after the show they closed with a yum that night <laughs> at the at the forum mm-hmm. and the lights came on and after that whole acapella section and I looked at him and I was like, dude, we missed 30 years of this. We blew it. There's, I mean, there's so much good stuff though that you did catch on the path to the 2014 forum show. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a win-win, but I think it was actually at that show. Was that the very big Harry Hood? You talking about in LA? Yeah. It might've been 15 actually because Fairly Well was 15. So it was 15. Okay. Well, okay. It was 13. Okay. In 50, I mean, I will say the Fare Thee Well may have been one of the greatest things that's happened to Fish in the last 10 years because Trey took that so seriously, that role. He mm-hmm. practiced so hard for that that it just spilled out on what Fish was doing after the Fare Thee Well shows. You, you think that... Welcome to Porsche, Jason. Oh, yeah. Hello. Thank you. Hey. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're <laughs> in the middle of a conversation. I just hit record. Huh, welcome, listeners. Yeah. Hey. yeah. Let's, let's welcome to the Porsche. Thank you. It's great to be here. So... Do you Wait, think Jason's shirt should be mentioned before we proceed? Well, and he should introduce himself. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Now they just know that Jason is sitting here with us. Yeah. They don't know Jason. And he's got a or... black comfy tee that says heavy metal on it with a unicorn and a rainbow behind the unicorn with twinkling stars in clouds <laughs> that look like pink marshmallow. 
I mean, there's nothing more heavy metal than that's, unicorns and rainbows, at least yeah, in my experience. Boom, I know. Slayer. That's how we start <laughs> out. And then Jason also reminds me of somebody that we used to work with that I really, really loved because he was so smart and intelligent. And just from a couple minutes with Jason, you can mm-hmm. see that. Thank you. So, that's very sweet. Yeah, thank you. And welcome to the podcast. So why don't you introduce yourself to all the folks out there and let them know who you are. Sure. I'm Jason Gershney. Uh, I longtime music lover, dancer. I wrote a book on fish, 100 Things. Uh, that every fish fan should know and do before they die last year. And uh, just uh, grateful to be here and appreciate you guys bringing me in. Yeah, fuck yeah. So what I was going to ask is you have a a perspective that we don't because you were listening to fish all these years. Like, Like Apple said, when Picture of Nectar came out, I bought it on cassette. And I remember listening to it driving in my VW van. And I would fast forward past the vocal parts into the jams <laughs> and i don't know why it i was like that but whatever because we only liked the dead we were we <laughs> yeah were, i was we very shallow-minded with the yeah. music at the time but you think that it affected his playing after fairly well a hundred hundred percent i mean even i think it's, i mean i'm not a technical guy as far as his gear but i think he had something called an envelope filter which mimicked like jerry's uh it was at the midi in the 70s when he right. had that kind of that wah wah funk thing yeah. he implemented that in 2015 right after fairly well and it really did have an impact i think personally i think 2015 is probably since they've come back uh the strongest year top to bottom uh, that, that they've had. There's obviously other contenders. I mean, 2017, Baker's doesn't. You know, there's, there's yeah. other contenders. But 2015, I really think um, watching Trey take that on and take how serious that was and how many people cared. And he really, he owned it. And it was a beautiful thing. I got to go to the shows down in California. Um, Did you see? You saw the rainbow and the whole yeah. thing. Oh yeah, yeah. The, I mean that that was magical. I mean all. I think it was the rainbow show is when no song was before seventy three. I think it was all old school dead. I mean it was beautiful. Um, but I really do think that like when Trey gets something in his mind that he wants to do and wants to do it right, it it, it affects everything. And it, I find it similar to Halloween shows, for example, when Trey or really when the band is taking on somebody else's work they probably take that more seriously than their own stuff. They don't want to insult someone. They don't want to do a poor job. They want to represent that with like all the heart and soul that they can. And then I, I mean, those are always my favorite fish shows that in the world are the Halloween shows. So I feel like 2015 was almost like one large Halloween show took on oh, that. Oh, wow. And it just, from the rest of the year, just kind of spread out and just, I mean, like the sound was changed. It was funkier. It had that groove and Ooh. yeah. Yeah. And it, I think, that sounds fun. And like you said, too, it really did something beautiful because, as Apple said before, I think we represented a huge cross-section of Grateful Deadland in that we were very close-minded to new music and didn't give didn't give other stuff a chance. And I, I think for me, like it wasn't that I didn't want to like other stuff. It was... When I listened to music, I was always putting it through a Grateful Dead filter in my head. And so if it wasn't doing that exact thing, fuck it. I'm not listening to it. I, I was I was very similar. I mean, when I was when I first started getting into music, it was the Grateful Dead and nothing else for me. And I mean, I used to sit with Robert Hunter's Box of Rain and just read the lyrics and look for metaphoric connections yeah. of all this song tissue that, that existed. And I was sort of hesitant to take on anything else because there was nothing like the Grateful There is nothing. Um, and then I kind of just 
realize it's okay to love more than one thing. Right. <laughs> I mean, nobody's going to do a Stella Blue like the way Jerry did a Stella. I mean, you're not going to find that kind of soul passion, the 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 feeling between the it's notes. It's like, like haunting. That. Yeah. The sweet like, darkness. Yeah. So if you're searching for that, you're not going to get that. But what you could get is an explosive jam that leads you in a different direction or something as psychedelic as, you know, a dark star could be, but in a different way. Or, you know, there's there's different paths. So I, I just kind of, it took me a while to get there in in the similar light because I was grateful that I had nothing else and then kind of slowly opened, opened up to everything and try to be open to everything. I mean, obviously, we all have our... Our, our yeah, preferences. You're, yeah, you're yeah. allowed to like stuff. Yeah. I like hamburgers, man. Yeah. They're good. And, and I like, like dancing. Like, like we said <laughs> oh my gosh. Which I want to talk about, but go ahead, Apple. Oh, I was just going to say that's the one thing like we all are. We're, we're, we're so, we, we love our music and our band so much, but we're so critical. Like even to this day, like people this year hearing, hearing a few of our friends and stuff that weren't really digging fish the last few years are like, wow, they're getting better. Like, you know, we're so critical. Are you about Jake? Huh? Yeah, yeah, Jay, and it's, it's like, wow, they're getting back, because people are all, you know, oh, that was cool, but it wasn't Hampton 93, and everybody <laughs> does it with the dead, too. Well, I mean, that was cool, and especially it now, Cornell. I think fairly well, it like, it like it shook things up. It picked all of us up, and it was like, fucking, you know, hey, we're going to do this, and it's researched the well, jam band scene, and everything's mm-hmm. gotten way stronger, and then you throw in John Mayer, joining oh. them, going away. At first, we were like, John Mayer, what the fuck? So, I mean, there's a lot of heads that still aren't into it. They don't like. They're like, no, fuck that. That's not. You know, that's not. I think at this point, Grateful Dead. You gotta, you gotta accept that John is there. You just have to accept it and let it go, man. It's, it's a real thing, and I don't think that. I mean, I don't know, but in my opinion, I don't think you could fake doing what he does and not be down with he, the set. He loves it. He loves the yeah. dead. And and why would deadheads be uh, hesitant on someone who? just got into the dead and then kind of their whole world opened up. And that happened to all of us at some point. Dude, and that's a yeah, thing. That's, that's You know what? That's a fantastic <laughs> point. Have a little grace. Have a little empathy. Have a little compassion. Remember when you were that person who got ignited and was mm. like, you weren't the first one <clears throat> at some point. So there was a group before you that had to accept you. Nowadays, like, that's freaking rad that a huge major rock star is a deadhead and has that kind of belief in system in place in himself because it's kind of a belief system like you go there you believe that things happen and up around you so you know that conjuring up this energy is a real thing so welcome him to you know the stage like come on bring it john (laughs) but that's something that's endemic to grateful deadland that i've noticed that it's clicky that's why I like talking about it. It's because fucking clicky, man. And it's very clicky. Like you pointed out, too, people that get on the Grateful Dead, like it's not the Grateful Dead. Things changed. And it's like, of course it's not. It wasn't not. the Grateful Dead since a- Pigpen since died. Since died. If it's you want to really get yeah. technical about you know, it's like, yeah. But that's, you, that's the whole thing. Don't things. get technical about it. Just be like, I like I said, I'm super late to all the buses because I just <laughs> like music. That's what, No, I'm doing my own thing. Like, like you mentioned, hip hop. I love all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So... I, if if it's a good show, I like it. If it's a bad show, I don't. But it's an opinion because I don't. I if I wasn't there, you know what? It means something more when you're there. Always, and I think the live music, right? That's the thing. That's why you can't get hung up on voices. That's what I was like. I didn't care for Trey's voice because I like R and B and. If you Jam compare, bands aren't, aren't the best if singers. If you compare no. R and B singer to Trey, we're like not that's, there for the singing. Exactly, two completely different things. But then. 
you just learn to love it because when you're there, its soul speaks to you. So mm-hmm. it's an imprint in your in your listening, you know, like memory. And so it's not about good or bad music at that point. It's about the experience, being with the people, listening to the song that you were going through shit. And now he's singing the theme music to it. Like, whoa, with the energy growing. And that's what I love about Fish. And fish is one of the fish is the biggest party on the planet. You go to yes. one of those shows. It just my we've taken yes. several people their first show, and it it's the greatest thing that they don't know what's going to happen sometimes, and then they get blown away. Like, how does everybody know when to throw the necklaces? <laughs> how do people know? And they, they, you see them jump once in a while when there's those moments in the song where the whole all of a sudden thirty thousand people are what? And it's just, it's a party. I mean, it, it. I've never seen anything like it in my life. No. What was what was your first fish show? It was at the Orange County Fairgrounds in New York. Uh, I think I was 16 or so. It was back in 93. And it was the headlining or the last set of the Horde Tour. So it was Blues Traveler, Widespread mm-hmm. Panic, uh, Fish, Colonel Bruce Hampton, ARU. Oh, my God. And the samples. And uh, Fish came on after midnight and opened with a 2001 split open and melt. And that was kind of a... Uh, Blew you Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I got it. But really, my second show in 94 kind of two set. It was sort of a little bit more. Like the first one kind of, you know, I, Opened I felt you. it, but the second one Spammed it knocked it. me down. It was, it was over at that point. That was the same. I had the same experience. Exactly. You got sprung. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I said, we went to that show in 2015 at the Forum after seeing Trey at Fairly Well. And then our next fish show was at the Gorge. And. Everything that I'm talking to you about right now, about like being open to listening to other music, and that happened because of Fish at the Gorge. Like you got I had hit by I, like a lightning. I bolt. had an experience there that I that changed me forever. That's amazing. And and it opened. I lost like when we came back and we did our recap. Like I was like I I lost the the moniker Deadhead. I am no <laughs> longer a Deadhead. I I'm a music fan. That's it. That's like, beautiful. Yeah. And there's a picture on the wall. Who I forgot who captured the picture, but he was standing. It was like going whoa with his arms up in there. It's kind of a silhouette picture Jessie. of the moment. Uh, yeah, her sister, her sister caught it because she came with us, mind blown. She's like, "I want to go with you guys and see what you get so excited about live music." And then she had her mind blown. It was dancing like crazy yeah. and was like, "Oh, she okay. goes, I see why you guys do this I get all the it. time." When, when's the next one? Well, my sister is very much like me. I want to dance. I want to party always. I, if if there's a choice to do that or not, I mean, <laughs> there's no question about it. And f- when I went to the gorge and saw how people were dressed, I was like, oh, these people are down a party. Like, th- it's like, okay, the music's there, but they're going to have, they're having, they have fucking light up shit and capes and fucking characters. It's psychedelic and disco tech. I was like, I did not know what I was in for. And then, that moment that Aaron's talking about, if it changes who he is, it changes who I am because we've been we're a couple. Mm-hmm. And when you're a couple, you you just morph into each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so to f- feel that shed like because I that's what I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for Aaron to be more open minded for a hell a long time. And once he became not walk out of the porch and go Ugh, to half the stuff we put on. My God, Apple <laughs> really? and I really? are. What, yeah. what are you guys listening to? <laughs> Apple and I are musical brother and sisters. We're musical twins because we just have that vibe. Like we know we, we go from Fish to Snoop Dogg to whatever in the same yeah. night and just yeah. like like yeah, yeah. and just fish, jump on fish that vibe. Really did that for me. 
Yeah. So it, it really helped Aaron and I like Aaron has Aaron and I have little moments in our life where we fall in love with each other again and it's been happening for 22 years now <laughs> and fish is responsible for us falling in love yeah, with each fish. other. Like again, I saw him, I, I literally saw a physical change in him at that moment that he f- figured it out. And then I also figured out a lot in my head. Like I'd been so resistant to this whole jam band deadhead scene because it, re- it, I'm re- not a hippie. I'm not a well, festival girl. It, I'm not. It uh, reminded me of a closed minded <laughs> way that i was frustrated by so i was like if i have to only be these two things one or the other i'm not any of it yeah but then i went there and saw the party and i was like oh that's not what people are like here (laughs) life is short celebrate hard i mean why not find more joy and more different (laughs) types of music so you know i mean there's so much out there um you gotta grab hold of it and i believe said something earlier that uh you know fish just kind of being where they're at right now. I was trying to think of like right now who would be kind of a peer on their level creating what they're doing. And in the last year or so, I mean, they made a fake ba- uh, Norwegian band with a fake <laughs> Halloween album. Trey wrote an entire album to his friend that was passing away. They did a documentary uh, on Trey's life about a year, you know, two years ago. They did the Baker's Dozen, which was one of the greatest achievements of their entire career. And it's like, I don't know who's producing. You know, 13 shows, no repeats. That much new material this far into their career. Uh, there are a lot of bands, I mean, the Rolling Stones are still touring, but I don't know that they're producing that much new music and still creating and still invested on growth. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so I've, I've been wrestling with that in my mind of like, who right now is doing what they're doing? Who is yeah. right now creating on that level, creating spectacles of that level? Um, Spectacle. And it's, yes. it, it's I, I struggle to find I struggle to find a, a current peer now. I mean, the Grateful Dead we're doing that, and you know, Dead and Company is amazing, but they're obviously you know, it's not the same. There's no they're, growth. They're, 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 yeah, they're still playing. Yeah, their they're, catalog. They're, doesn't they're keeping it up, there. but they're not growing. Yeah, and they're and I love their Basically. shows. They're beautiful. Well, I don't mean it like that. It's just like it's not necessarily new written music right. that's right. Yeah. that's coming to them, and no repeats from that vantage point. Yeah, and this isn't a negative towards anyone else. No, it's just, no, it's, just, no, it's well, that's the what that's what we're talking about how fish is in its own category yeah. this is what like def- part of what defines fish I, from I, other things that are happening out there because there's I, other spectacles going on too that's true uh, but it's just different than what fish are doing that's it look at well, yeah like, like we had our minds blown at tipper when we went to oh meltdown my God. And stuff, oh my God. but totally different thing yeah, yeah. not a band that's doing what they do and the fun thing too is like these these guys that came over last night, the Aww, Sky Colony. Sky Colony, shout out well, to you guys. Ben, ben, his parents are deadheads and into fish, but he didn't. They don't really. They're like, oh, we've, like we've heard of fish, and we were showing them some video and stuff, and explain of the light rig and like what they put in. They're like, holy shit, yeah, these guys are like major I, what they're doing. When we were at Dick's during um, uh, Piper. There was a really good Piper jam. Piper was great this year. And <laughs> and uh, I leaned over to Apple during the jam and I was like, there is no band on the planet right now that is this badass, that, that can do this. There's nobody around that's doing this thing. Yeah. This yeah. this is singular and unique. The, and, inter- the energy in yeah, their that's crowds what I mean. is, yeah. I mean, it's 100%. Everybody that's there is 110%. <laughs> Focused and there to groove and you feel it. You know, I think that it's crowds dedicated to live music, period. Because if you go to these festivals, there is so much energy that's being pumped out 
lately. Like these kids and young adults and older adults are kill like putting so much energy toward the music and the dance and the participation, the costumes, the costumes like and having everything. Fun. Yeah, there's living. a lot of energy toward this thing. That's a lot of potential. Yeah, I mean, I think we we. To be honest, we live in a tumultuous time right now, and I think yeah. people need that celebration release to kind of find balance. Yes. And so when you have your vacation where you could cut a cut off from what's going on in the real world, you want to bring it. Yeah. And you need that to keep your batteries charged. And I, and I do think that we're, I mean, we're also, you know, we've been doing this for a while, so we have new toys. We have new, yeah. we were talking about, you got, <laughs> you know, one of your listeners gave you this awesome light up mm-hmm. toy. Like, there's just new toys, there's new ways Shout to Shout out, John B. Shout out. <laughs> uh, this is all because so, of you. So then you go to a festival one year and you see somebody had this idea or this thing. You're like, okay, I'm going to bring that next year. And it's just, we're all, we're all growing together and yeah. getting better at this thing that we're doing. Yeah. That's kind of cool to see I, where it's going. When it provides a living for people, like all the vendors we saw, we've seen several vendors that do the festivals. It's letting them live on the road and enjoy life, not have to be tied down. And that's really cool to see too. Everybody's got their arts, crafts, doing all kinds of things, food, uh-huh. vending. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. I want to I want to circle back to something that Mel said and get your opinion on sure. it. So when I got turned on to the Grateful Dead, it was 1989 and it was very clicky, like I said, mm-hmm. and v- I was very much the outsider. I was a touchhead and blah 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 blah. And it, I was kind of left to my own devices to figure out what was going on. And it was hard, man. It's 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 not an easy thing to figure out when you're 18 years old and you're sprung mm-hmm. and when we were at dick's that koozie that's on mel's bottle that <laughs> the ghost patrick tracy, patrick tracy. ghost face <laughs> mel didn't understand why it said ghost and she asked the guy she was like but why is what's what's the joke explain it to me and he was so sweet and so gracious and explain the whole thing to her with without condescension or it's like excited to sorry oh, you don't know i was Let dressed in a you. beetlejuice outfit i was very easy to <laughs> <laughs> you were accessible I was, I, yes but i was expecting the the snarky oh you don't know yeah. you're not in the club was mm-hmm. was your experience like that getting when you got turned on were you accepted in by the older crew or not i mean you know and does that exist? I, I think I think people have different experiences that sometimes will lean you one way or another. I know um, I got into Grateful Dead. I was still in high school in 93. was my first show. Mm-hmm. And I was a Vince head. So you were a touch head. I was a Vince head, which is even kind of further down the line of the Grateful Dead experience hierarchy mm-hmm. where I just kind of got the last couple of years. Um, and I was definitely welcomed in. But it also, you know, I was the young kid that didn't really know much and. At times, I, I kind of felt that, like it was clear, you know, I'd hear about what was happening in the 70s or, you know, the Grateful Dead ended when Pigpen died. You know, like I, I heard yeah. about that stuff. I think I think, I think think that, unfortunately, that might be universal. I don't know that that's uh, limited to one scene. I think you might get an experience where you talk to some person and they'll tell you how this jam was better at this time. And maybe yeah. they're 
not trying to be condescending and try to inform, but it might come across that way. Um, I'm glad that you got the positive experience and hopefully more people will do that. But I mean, you know, we also live in a social media age where people uh, post things out there that might just be trying to inform, but kind of coming across in a different lane. I think it's just a good thing for all of us to think about. Like we were once noobs. Yeah. And let's let's welcome them in. Let's not. And we're all perpetual noobs because yeah. fish is still pumping out new shit. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Pump, you don't know what's going to happen, man. They just yeah. make some shit up in the top of their head and play it. And then they're probably like, oh, shit, we just did that. Nobody I, was I singing wonder. along with Kosovat Vox. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. Sorry. That was your first fucking show, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I will admit I was fooled at Halloween. I, 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 was, I feel like a complete sucker, but I definitely, during it, when they were playing it, I'm like, this. the thing I couldn't get past was like the, how the English translation fits so well in the music. I was like, this doesn't, I don't know how this would work, but I, but I left trusting them. I mean, I built a 20 year oh, trust you, with the you band. Thought they translated the lyrics. Well, I was like, yeah, I, I thought that this was, Oh shit. you know, okay. I mean, I got it to be honest. I flew in from Portland. I was red hot. I dropped my bag off, went in. I didn't even have time to look at the, the, uh, the fish bill. I just went into the show and just like, I was like, what, what are they doing? What's going on? And then somebody told me and I took it on and I was sadly fooled. Uh, That's walked so down. cool. My friends left me, but you know what? I was a noob. That's just how I was a okay. cast on box noob, and I got and I got shown the light, and it was I, even. But well, can you just explain that whole thing right there? Sure. You, yeah, please. So for Halloween, um, Fish has an annual tradition where they will cover a different band. Um, you never know what it is. It's a Halloween, Halloween costume. And that's, I think I mentioned earlier, but that, that's pretty much my favorite thing to do with fish. I haven't missed one since 95. I've okay. been to, to all of them. And you participate wow. in the costumes. Uh, well, we, I mean, I, I wear costumes, but we that's don't know I, going in what fish is going to okay. do. They are, it always changes every year. So, so for this year, uh, and they always print out, it's kind of like a Broadway bill, but it's a, it's called a fish bill. So there's little things reading and writing and, you know, backstory. And, you know, I, they've done one with Talking Heads. They've done with... Uh, Velvet Underground. They've done a variety of these. And so we got these and they've played real bands in the past. And they said for this Halloween that they're doing some obscure Scandinavian band. And I took them at their word in, in the yeah. in the moment. And it was all brand new songs. And the, you know, the English was not quite right. It was like, we will come to outlive our brains. You know, things where like you don't normally. T- so it was like, well, maybe just maybe. Uh, but it was pretty, you know, it's trick or treat. It's Halloween. And <laughs> yeah, I, trick, I trick. am okay with being tricked. And I, I thought it was pretty funny. My friends laughed Never at me. They still do. And now that I've admitted it on, on, on your show, yeah. I'm forever. Forever <laughs> branded. So I guess this is a great time to talk about 100 things fish fans should know and do before they die. Absolutely. So where did the yeah, concept come up? For the book. So this is part of a, a publishing company called Triumph that has 100 thing, the same title for basically okay. the Beatles, Game okay. of Thrones, Star Wars, oh. st- most sports teams. So they, they, they basically focus on devoted fan bases and they want to have a book for each different fan base with somebody that's connected to each scene. Genius. So, yeah, the title is a little long. It probably would not have been my first choice had I had okay. the... Oh, what would you name part, it? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> it would be called Read the Book. Yes. <laughs> this is not the book, just in case anyone... Yeah. Well, it's really cool because <laughs> it's a book. I, love the, I, I love the art on this. So it's got the, the whole tie-dye, but it just has it, the band 
and what picture is this from? Like you know, what? I'm not really sure. We okay. we we sourced everything. Our okay. publisher paid the people that they got the the, the photos from. Uh, a bunch of the photos are mine, but they yeah. they set that up. They gave us a few choices to choose from, and we like that. The back, though, however, is possibly my favorite part because those are my stubs, Aww. and those are wow. those are from my kitchen table in Portland. So those <laughs> I laid it all out. Awesome. And, yeah, and the bottom part are the fish bills that I was talking about, Aww. so you could see the yeah, different ones lined up. I do up. see them. Um, and I mentioned my first show, uh, which is the Orange County Hort. That's the only Ticketmaster stub that you can see on the left side. So <laughs> that's my own little that's my own little Easter egg in my Cute. in the book, and I. Uh, I wrote it with a partner, Andy, who Andy Smith, hopefully is listening to this at some point. But uh, shout out Andy, shout Andy. out Andy. So we we teamed up together to put this together. But for personally, that's my my. This I mean, is awesome. obviously the writing is you know well, I want to pretend as the artist. You that should is be the, proud of this, man. This is awesome. Like you, a collection of you've do- dedicated a lot of time. So I, what I realize about fans because I've never really allowed myself to be a fan of anything i stay very neutral because i like a lot of stuff i don't want to be pigeonholed you know so i what i realize is that there's so much dedication to whatever you're the fan of like that with the sports listening hours and research hours and literal like visual time and so it becomes a part of who you are like you see things through that lens you know like if that music's always playing in the back of your mind you go about your day thinking remembering certain like the concert that you went to and the experience and like so you're always in a real time and and past time and experience that music in between reality Mm. fan is short for fanatic so if we're we're for fans you know it's awesome yeah and i i never appreciated it until fish I guess wow. just just the the way that it's um, the maturity of it. That yeah. that's what it is. The maturity of it. When you sit down to do a project like that, how do you come up with the hundred fucking things? <laughs> I could I I couldn't even come up with twenty. I mean that was uh, that was. Re- Probably my favorite part of it was just thinking, like, how are we going to organize this? Um, mm-hmm. And so Andy and I, I mean, we put this together as far as the list in about maybe a week, week and a half of just going back and forth. And some of the things we had to make some choices, like we could have listed every summer festival as its own thing. But that's going to knock off a lot of the room we have to talk about other things right. or every New Year's gag is its own thing. So how do we group it? How do we approach it? And it's like, well, what if we left out? And so we just brainstormed a list. I think we were up to about 120, 100. And we're like, does this tell kind of the story? It's not the complete story. I mean, there are there are books out there that are much deeper into all kinds of statistics and analytics and stuff like that. And this is meant to be a little bit more, uh, yeah, a little, a little more just of, of a casual dive, like because there's much deeper dives that you could go um, with books. And that and our goal was to kind of we wanted to paint the picture. Um, but not necessarily try to recreate what other books have, you know, already done out there. So, are, are I want to I want to ask you specifically because this is a funny thing, and there's all these memes about it <gasps> with Trey when he does Trey his face. this this face. What does this mean to you, Jason? When you look at it, <laughs> what what? What does uh, what sparks when when you see Trey face? It's funny you say that because I've never put this connection together, but. I remember the moment that fish made sense to me, like the first time uh, I was sitting in my friend's house back in New York, I think I was in high school. And I, as I said, I was, you know, hardcore deadhead. I'd want to listen to really yeah. m- much of anything else. And he sat me down and he played me the You Enjoy Myself from 92, uh, Stowe, which had Carlos Santana sitting in. He's like, I want you to listen to this and I want you to picture this being a musical orgasm. 
Whoa. And so I listened to it with that being my perspective. And I think the tray face is the... Oh, the so moment face, the O face, oh. the musical O face, um, and I you know, love <coughs> that explanation. <laughs> that is awesome. It, it, it is a magical face. You get stuck when you see him, and that's when he is. Jam- I mean, that's, that's at like the height of the jam. It's like he's channeling too. He's like whatever he's staring up at, and it, it's a it, it's a trip to see. Nobody else does that Mm-mm. like he does. He brings a lot of joy. I mean, he, yes. Oh, that that fa- the, the elation on that face when he's just ah, yeah. That was the it. thing that got me. That that word that you just said, joy, is the thing that got me at the gorge. I have never felt that. The Grateful Dead was, like I said earlier, it was sweet darkness, and it it vibrated a certain part of the inside of me that's happily sad. And but jubilant at the same time. That thing that happened at Fish was joy, pure. There was those big builds that Trey does and brings you to the peak of those jams. I've never ever musically felt that happy, and it <laughs> I couldn't contain it. Musically happy, and I, I was like, how is he channeling like joy when I? think about it in my head it's white light like just the purest white brightest spotlight shining out into the sky like, it goes up 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 and the way the four of them like interconnect after all these years to be the same four guys connecting musically like it's a they're tight it's amazing it's, it's, it's amazing oh that's a feat on its own yeah. to be together this long and continue to do what they do yeah again when i was saying like who are who's the peer kind of doing the same thing that it's like 35 years you know there's Still the same guys. Could Dude. you name anybody? I've been I've been struggling. I've well, been, like Jason so, yeah, said, there's no. ones out there that are touring it, but but not creating new music and not bringing in a Halloween show every year. And I mean, just constant creativeness. This speaks Constantly to that new. that outdated word of genre, because what does what would you put? Fi- is fish a new genre? <sighs> Are they a genre? Fish is fish. <laughs> like if that could be a genre, I guess. If fish. you're making new music, kicking ass, totally <laughs> doing documentaries, put like you know what I'm saying, putting yourself out there in the way that they do with the diversity of what they do, they've created their own. I know what genre it is. What? This is what Jake would say? Epic. Epic. <laughs> next level. What shot? Yeah, next level. Epic is what genre they are. Fits. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that. A lot of the ethos of that whole fish thing is the dissolution of the lines of genre. I mean, Velvet Underground to TV on the radio to, you know, they're they're bringing the funk and then they're playing talking know, heads and it, orchestral, you know, uh, yeah. it's it, it's beyond genre and. and we bring up that conversation with Reed Mathis that we oh, had all the time. That's like a staple in our house. Yeah, and but that really fits for this. It genre is a tool of marketing companies to get people to buy consumer-driven and the, product. And, from and there's a, there's two genres. Who was it that said that recently? It's like there's good music and there's bad music. <laughs> and it's subjective. That's what there is. That's what there is. There's, there's quit putting in all these buy. It's good or it's bad. You like it or you don't. You, you said that it took you um, two shows to get it. What was the 
What was the difference between the first and the second? Well, I think the first show, because it was Horror Tour, it wasn't like a pure fish experience. I mean, I was still in high school. You know, I didn't really necessarily uh, have all of my, my confidence under my... You know, I was just kind of experiencing it. It was about a 20-minute drive. I, you know, a, a neighbor brought me... It was just not quite the same thing, whereas my second show, I was in college with college friends. We were 10 rows from the band. Um, it was in Orange County Fairgrounds. And I remember clearly somehow... I think it was GA, but we had somehow had like 10 of us in a row across that came... I was living in Buffalo at the time. We like picked up all the chairs. These there were seats. We stacked them up. We made a little dance floor for ourselves and their neighbors. And we just—I mean, it was just like this ecstatic dance party release thing where I, all of a sudden, like, this is a whole other level. So you know, my first show was was powerful. Obviously, with everything else I saw, I think it opened me up to lots of different bands. You know, Colonel Bruce and Blues Travel and Panic and things like that. But the second show, when I got the full two set experience to see all the people that have been doing fish for all these years and you know because they've been telling me about it i you know i was the the stubborn deadhead who was like uh you know and then i went to that and i was like oh i get it now and um you know thousands and thousands of dollars and miles later (laughs) (laughs) it's a go ahead oh that's just gonna say what he just said there it's an investment all the stuff that's funny like like think about how much like like going to dicks we just spent a lot of money but it's like the it's like the American Express, you know, eight hundred for this, six hundred for the rooms, this and that, fucking priceless. priceless, jamming with all your friends, seeing fish, being in that congregation and everything, priceless. It's, yeah, it's, it's so worth it. And, br- it. and bringing the friends together, I mean, to me, that's yeah. that's you can't really get that elsewhere. I mean, I'm from New York and I live out west, and so it's hard for me to see all my friends. My friends that I grew up with, going to shows with in high school and college, I still go to shows with. Yeah, but I don't know how often I would see them if it wasn't the shows bringing us. together. Together. So to me, the music obviously brings me to the heights and, you know, the joy and everything. But just being with my friends and uh, went to Camden this summer and a whole bunch of my, my high school friends, we were sleeping on the floor on air mattresses next to each other. Had to, I mean, you know, I'm in my That's 40s, rad. but just to it still be, yeah. be able to do those things together. Yeah. It's, it's and it fun. makes you young again. We yeah. talk about this. Like I said yeah. that after like and not even just fish, but like the live music scene anywhere that they provide for us to congregate. It makes you feel like a kid again. It, it, it rejuvenates oh, yeah. you. It's like the fountain of youth. You could go dip in that. And you could, you're just like, yeah, and you're good for a little while. Wish there could be one every day, every weekend. But I mean, it does. It makes you young again, especially fish too. They're so like you enjoy myself playing the vacuum. That meme I sent you guys the other day of Mark Wahlberg. It's just pictures of him and somebody put it. It's like, who's Wilson? What's going on? What's that? You know, like all these questions are like, what? You know, it, it's it's an assault on the senses. It's sincere. Yeah. It's silly. It's fun. Every time it starts to get too serious, then it gets fun. And then it's too fun and silly. Then it, I mean, they're so good at just conducting. And the what, silliness is, a, I, I don't want to say unique to fish, but they definitely... Uh, they they figured a way to to incorporate both like the technical seriousness of the compositional matters and then the serious goofiness. Yes, I mean I watched a video from Dix uh, just with Trey. They fish put it out uh, opening up with Stray Dog, where the whole time he's saying Plague Dog, Plague Dog, and, but you can see his face. He's just laughing and smiling and, and trying to hold it together. And I'm just like, this is this is so perfect. Like in his mind, he's just so happy. To be just joking around with the crowd while playing this incredible music, while you know rocking our face off, while putting out these compositions, thinking of all these other things, but he still wanted to have that humor, that connection, and it's like the patting the head and rub. Look, guys, I can pat my head and rub my tummy. Well, and there they they are, the silly like I forget what it was to when him and Mike do the thing where it's like when they're dancing, it's like the '80s hair band where they're right next to each other doing the. 
like that, and they're just smiling and cracking up. They're cracking mm. up, and they're playing so technically and having so much fun well, with it. Well, it feels they're, like you're bre- – to me, it feels like you're being brought into an inside joke between old friends, and they're letting you in on the joke. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, that's what I always feel like or have felt like at fish shows, like – I'm getting to see the inside of these guys' relationship that's been 30-plus years, and all the silly shit that they do as friends behind the scenes is now being played out in front of everybody. I mean, seriously, like jumping on trampolines and the dances they do for the Cosmet Vox stuff, and it's it's super fucking unique and funny and cool. And on a psychedelic level, it's unparalleled badassery. It yeah, really yeah. is. Because <laughs> they could go in a whole variety of... I mean, if you just want the tension and release peaks, they could give that to you. Right. But they could also get dark and evil. They could get slow. I wanted slow to ask and, you about that. I mean, they, 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 they can take you where they want, and you don't necessarily know where that's going to be at any given time. I mean... Uh, Lawn Boy, you know, Lawn Man from Baker's Dozen is a song that's normally three minutes. They did a 30-minute version on jam night just to throw people off. You know, it was like, what song could we jam that never does and that nobody would ever expect in a million years? Oh, I called And they it. could do it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, then those shows are monumental. That's the rad thing, too. I mean, a lot of the shows are known by what that jam was, like Tahoe Tweezer. Yeah. And t- mm-hmm. Those are epic shows. And it's like a badge on our kind of like, I was at that one. I, I was there. Yeah, the the thirty eight minute Ruby Waves. From, yeah, yeah, Alpine. Yeah, that. So, getting into fish later, I see a lot of talk and memes about make fish evil again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you explain it? I just I, I think it's just. You know, there's the you talked about the elation, the joy. I think when we talk about fish being evil, maybe it's a little more careeny and a little less antelope. You know, a okay. little it's just more dark, more crunchy sound, uh, not necessarily my friend, dry. My friend. Yeah, there's just there's certain jams that they've done where it just is uh, slow, full, loud, almost an angry sound. Versus, you know, sometimes you could just ride like a slave jam to the peak. You know where it's going. It's beautiful. I mean, uh, one of the I think it's like an essential fish fish sound is like I remember I was a big cypress and when they were playing slave it was I was like this is fish this is the essence of fish but it but it has this beautiful light sort of airy ascension to yeah. it which where when we talk about dark like a split open and melt can get super dark and they can just tear apart what where you thought the sound was going and then somehow build it back up again. Um, I, I, I do like when fish gets evil. I also like when fish gets light. Well, I mean, yes, I like it all. Balance. <laughs> yeah. That's a, though, though we like it all, we were at Dick's. We didn't make it Friday night. We're looking at the set list. So we're like, oh, man, riff, this, everything. We wanted, And it's like, well, you know what? Everything they do is good. So Saturday and Sunday are going to be just as good because there's not a song where you're like, oh, God. With the dead, I, I was go. one of those people that was like, okay, I want to see a wheel tonight. I want to see a help slip Frank. I want them to close it broke down. I and want, if I don't see it, I'm going to be kind of bummed. bummed out. And hopefully they do a shakedown while I'm, I've given up. At this point, I just want the bands I see to play music. I don't even fucking care what the set list is because it's going to be awesome. These bands aren't shitty. I'm going for a reason. Like, just play music, man. I'm happy now. Like, I don't give a fuck what the set list is. And when it's over, I'll look back and go, oh, shit. Yeah, I remember that split open and melt. That was fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I see people like, are you a stats guy like that? Uh, 
I would say my my. It's just the way my brain works. Right. I just I remember set lists of lots of different bands, and they right. just kind of settle in. I'm with you though, as far as like I just want to let them play what they're playing and not necessarily be like, well, they're playing this new tune, Ruby Waves. Why well, aren't right. they playing something else? And then 40 minutes later, I'm like, oh, I probably should have been more excited when they, you know, like so just <laughs> just go into it open and let's see what mm-hmm. happens. And um, there are, yeah. I mean. I, I'm not going to fluff everything because there there are times where I think certain shows are monumental or yeah. stick out more than others. What uh, what is one of those shows that that sticks out more than others? Yeah. I mean, from this Ooh. last tour. From this last tour, I, I I saw seven shows over the summer. Oh and wow! Okay. My favorite was the third night of Camden. Okay. So I did uh, three nights of Camden, two nights of SPAC, and then two nights of Fenway. And uh, the third night of Camden to me had really amazing deep jams but like in songs again 20 years later not necessarily something people are like i really hope they you know go that but it was one of the best jams of the summer um they busted out a, a variety of different songs that they hadn't played in a while i mean i got camelwa and you know just a variety of different stuff the the first set was chock full of kind of surprises i think i got a pebbles and marbles and Attila things that i love to hear that i don't hear that mm-hmm. often um but yeah i mean i'd say the two at least you know looking back the two songs uh, Shows over the summer, Alpine Three and Camden Three. I think were the two sort of high points high of the points, summer. Yeah. These are Sunday shows. Never miss them. I mean, they. Well, based on this year's dicks, um, I feel like I should put out a shirt that says, "It's okay if you miss a Sunday show," and <laughs> or never miss a Saturday show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Saturday show was. I mean, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was just, but I also feel like it's the experience. I was out of energy personally. I It was like the 10th day of being gone from home and just, yeah, I wasn't, I was exhausted. It was like exhaustion at that point. And so no, I had no energy to participate in the Which fun Which is unusual party. with her. It's oh like, yeah. It was like, whoa, because <laughs> yes. Sunday was amazing mm-hmm. too, but Saturday was. Yeah. So. That ghost on yeah. Saturday was yeah, so, one of my favorite things So for things all those people that feel bad that have to go home, it was okay that you miss a Sunday show. And I'm, I'm wrestling with that for string cheese coming up. I'm going to go, but the Sunday night. The Sunday's tricky when I have to work Monday, so I've already yeah. put in for yep. time off to make sure that that works. But yeah, we're, we're for a little while there, I was like, we're, we're Friday, Saturday. Fridays. That's what we're going to probably do: Friday, Saturday, Sundays. So let's 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 go there. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so we're we're going, and and we're doing Friday, and tentatively going to do Saturday, maybe. <laughs> and uh, that, that's a loose. It's loose. <laughs> so. We've seen string cheese one time. Very new to string cheese. And it was not the best experience for us. And a friend that is a string cheese big fan says, oh, that show is known as not being good. It was in Vegas at Brooklyn Bowl. It and it was, was us. It, I don't think it was the band That's at what all. I Jake said it was the band. Jake has said that that show was well, notoriously. It's, uh, it's, it's, like, it's it was us plus the band. Off. It's always sure. us plus sure. the band. And, <laughs> and it's so... Uh, going to string so i'm going to just say this is going to be our first real string cheese experience what can we expect uh i i love string cheese instant i've been seeing them since uh, 1998 and i was i mean i will i will admit when they they stopped playing in 2007 and i had done a lot of touring i think in 2000 i saw 30 shows i mean of theirs um and then they took a break and when they came back it's been like only the local stuff and kind of 
I haven't quite gotten my my legs under me for that, but I still have like a deep love for them, and I, you know, keep tabs and listen to some of the stuff that mm-hmm. they're putting out. Um, if you're the joy you talked about, I mean, a string shoe show really taps into that. I mean, people okay. are happy, people are festive. There's going to be, you know, costumes and color and lights, and everyone's dancing. It's a lot of up. You're not going to get okay. the deep evil stuff we talked about very often. Um, although you will get the the genre mixing thing that we talked about because there is, you know, there's a bluegrass aspect that they that, you know, especially Billy on guitar loves to tap into um, with the drummers. They kind of bring in a little more electronic vibe to it. They have their side project, Yodo. So sometimes they'll I've tap into Yodo. that. And then, you know, you have oh, Kyle yeah. getting a little more funky. Like, so you there's going to be a wide range of stuff. I think you're going to you're going to dance hard. I think it's great that you're going Friday. Let the band convince you to go Saturday. And if they if they don't, <gasps> if like they don't, that, that, wow, it's, Jason, it's in their hands. I love that. That is perfect. But if you waste. go Saturday, it's too late. You can't go back to Friday. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I always go the first night because that way you can rearrange things. Well, Jake told wow. me he was like, sometimes he goes with what that man. Sometimes thinking. it is the Friday show. He's all you know. You're not never quite sure. It could be I, Friday. They lure you in. The whole thing with like. I realized this at Dick's this year, at least for me, from my perspective, it sure seems like it really depends on the crowd what show is what. The band is bringing their thing, but they're half of the show. The crowd is the other half. And if you've got... See, that's the thing. The crowd really brings it. That's that's the thing kind of is odd to me because over three days or four days, by the last show, people are tired and spun Mm -hmm. and so it seems like from a band's perspective it would be harder to engage (laughs) a a group of sunday folk than it would a group of friday folk that are fresh i mean to to be honest i'm not necessarily a never miss a sunday believer i'm more of a never miss a show if you don't have to (laughs) any given day any given day (laughs) um i I also like, I mean, at this point in my life, like my days before shows, I I am very much legs up, eat well, rest, find it, find a hot tub or a pool, you know, like, so I I feel kind of fresh by Sundays, but I have to be very conscious of not exerting myself too much on a lot Mm -hmm. or not, you know, I mean, I do like to go to late night shows sometimes, um, which then taxes the legs a little bit more, but I also find that that's a great way to see people at a show that normally when, you know, when Fish was playing string, she was playing, my eyes are closed and I'm spinning. That's not necessarily, I mean, I'm, I'm with my friends, but I'm not necessarily having that opportunity to connect verbally and catch up. Uh, yeah. So we're going to have to hook up down there on yeah. Friday for yeah. sure. And I would love wow. that. Boogie together. Yeah, man, for, that'd be great. That'd be so, so can so we fun. talk about this dancing, Jason? Sure. What's the, cause you, <laughs> you mentioned it a f- more than do. once. And so I am curious this, as to, this, this is a dancing machine right here. <laughs> Uh, I just, I love that art form. I love the ability for music, any kind of music, to make my body move in ways that I didn't expect to, to, period. Like, my arms just feel like moving and my body just goes along with it. And any group of people that can do it and do it for that extended, you know, amount of time over and over again... Thank you. That's why I, go to the gym. I, I, I do want to temper your expectations, though, because you use the word art form, and my dancing, I don't think, falls in that category. But I, <laughs> but the I will say, to be... I have, I have no hesitation or reservations. I close, close my eyes. My arms are in the air. My hair is down, and I, I 
rock out. I mean, if I can yeah. spin around, I do. You'll be I in mean, good company. Yeah, no, it's it's and, yeah. and string cheese is really a place I think, um, especially from the environment. Like the the crowd just is a very warm, welcoming crowd. Like that's kind of the string right cheese on. ethos. So. Um, from that standpoint, people are just happy. People are just smiling and people are just dancing. Um, I try to, you know, I try to respect the space I'm in, but sometimes I'm a larger dude. It's kind of sometimes hard to. Yeah, same here. Look at that. Well, that's one thing I know it taught us, like getting back in late 80s, 90s, getting in the grateful. I never knew I could dance. Wasn't a dancer. He went to punk shows. We went to metal shows. We play, you know, that's, you know, it's headbanging and then not dancing. Hey, Apple's then got I, moves. And it's like, holy <laughs> shit, I can dance. And then he like go to some electronica and it's like, mm-hmm. whoa, I can dance a different. It's all mm-hmm. different art forms. I'll tell you what, it's, from. It's amazing. Yeah, dance I, is. I, I love getting so bumped free. by a big guy shaking their thing. I do not mind that at all. If somebody elbows me by accident, you elbow me cut in a rug, go for it. Get loose. It that's is the, the coolest thing. thing to to witness. And when you're dancing, you bump into each other at a show and you open your eyes for a second. You just meet that stranger's face. And you're just like, just smut like, yeah. It's great. Just, there's nothing like that. That either. was one of the biggest um, hangups that I had to get over when I got into the Grateful Dead scene period into the jam music was being self-conscious about moving in front of other people. I, I, I look weird. It, I remember it's like, it's like a, an imprint in my head of feeling self-conscious. I remember my first show so vividly and it's weird to remember those moments mm-hmm. like that. Like I really remember it and seeing everybody moving and not really understanding what was taking place, but feeling it and not having the, the understanding to put it all together and then having it happen independent of me wanting it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to happen now. Yeah. And feeling so fucking self-conscious and like, am I doing it right? Am I, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I, I wonder if other people feel like that. And that, that fear, I remember when this was happening too, the fear of both of, of, of like that fear of people watching you, yeah. judging you. And then you realize they're not doing that. They're dancing too. Fish <laughs> and, yeah. If they are watching you, it's because they're digging what you're doing yeah. and you end up dancing with those people. And Absolutely. That, that's something that I, it took me a long time to figure that out uh, for whatever reason. Yeah. And I'm not really, you know, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think to like my younger years where like my my love of just getting down comes from and I'm not really sure, but I feel like a, I don't know if it's a serotonin release or something, mm-hmm. but I leave a show, I worked up a sweat. I mean, I don't I don't want any I mean, this is, you know, an honest moment, but I I kind of like all the high energy songs. I don't need break songs. I want to I want to dance till I drop like Yeah. And um, you know, and I've had that happen only a couple times like Big Cypress. Uh, they did a basically from uh, right before midnight till sunrise nonstop, and I did not stop. I did not sit. I didn't stop dancing. What? Yeah. So Big Cypress was when it was the New Year's into 2000 in Florida. Um, they played a first set for two hours in the afternoon. They came on at 11:45 p.m. and is this did the not sunrise divided sky. They didn't do no. They did Velvet Sea. Okay. And they did Velvet Sea, and then they did uh, like the PA was Here Comes the Sun, Beatles, and um, and. After that, like I, I, that I felt like I 
like uh, trained my whole life for this moment. Trying to walk back from there back to my camp, literally two or three times, I had to just like lie on the ground to be like, I need to rest these legs. They're done. Um, so for me, if I get what I'm looking for to show, I just want to dance till I'm done. And if I'm if I can't talk to people after the show because I am just I'm like then that was a win. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> it's so, really funny because we we're this I'm this I'm the same. Like we'll get to a point. I give it all when I'm dancing yeah. at a show. I've I've left completely drenched. Yeah. And like when we went and saw J Rad and Eugene, a whole oh, group, those were great. A whole group of us show. like walked back to the hotel together, and we all went to the hotel room. We're all talking, and I just was laying on the bed and couldn't speak. It was just like shut down and i remember falling asleep in front of everybody just like i'm i'm done i'm shutting you off did it right. <laughs> carry on I've, carry on people. i have friends that go to the gym before a show and i'm like just dance harder i don't you know like if that's if you need to get maybe it's arm day and you need to focus on something else i don't know i'm not maybe it's like stretching but, i know yeah before a show i need definitely need to stretch a little bit yeah, like, you don't want to yeah. pull a hammy <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's very easy to it's happened for sure so you said that you're you do some other writing besides the book what's what's the other stuff that you do so it's uh mostly i mean open music journalism are the things that inspire me so i am going to be covering uh the string cheese three night run in eugene in a couple weeks so i'm really excited about that um at this point it's just kind of whatever sparks my interest at the time um you know it's not a full-time gig writing so i got my my actual bill paying gig so like i have to be picky and choosy on the things i want and with this being String Cheese's uh, 25th anniversary, it's kind of a special year, special tour. I kind of am excited to give it a little more focus than just showing up to the show. So I'm yeah. going to dig in a little bit more and kind of you know think about it sort of in a big picture way and then uh, put that up on Glide Magazine cool. a couple of days after that. Fuck yeah. I wonder if you don't mind um, when we do the recap, if you could come over. That would be yeah. so awesome. That'd be great. This is awesome. Yeah, we could like that. Because how cool would that be? We yeah. would have gone to a show together. And, and you're covering it. And you're right. covering yeah. it, exactly. And we're going to be, we're interviewing Jason Hahn. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, on that Friday before the show. So Jason's a great guy. We're going to get the full introduction to to cheese land that's awesome yeah i'm really stoked man i i there's a peculiar thing with music for me anyway I, I can hear it i can listen to it before i go to a show before i've ever seen the band i i can i can listen to the music but once i see them live i can hear it mm. and i can just like it's like in the distance here cheese like i know it's there and i know that after i see them i'm gonna be like oh okay fuck i'm 25 years i blew it you know i mean i think i think it's just always important i mean at least for me when i go into a show like i'm not going to compare anything to to fish or the dead or anything like that they're their own entity um i think sometimes people struggle when they're trying to be like man they didn't quite get there like this other band well they're the best in the freaking world at getting there so um but but (laughs) but but cheese is going to i I mean i feel like you're gonna feel that energy the crowd interplay with the band and the energy that they um they stir up in the crowd and the joy that they stir up in the crowd it's infectious uh, the Cuthbert's amazing. I don't know yes. if you've seen it. One of my favorite oh, yeah, places. For yeah. Such a beautiful, I mean, literally. It's la- one, it, I think it's my favorite outdoor venue well, up here. Like, yeah. of course, I'm not talking about the Gorge, like the big ones, but like, wow, to go there and just that Feels grass. Like home. It's mm-hmm. it's the perfect size. Yeah, that That's what I love. With the rivers around yeah. and everything. Yeah. And so something I say that I've learned in expanding horizons is when, when I don't care what show it is. Go with no expectations, yeah. and you're gonna have a good Absolutely. time. Absolutely, 
just go as like <laughs> I'm going to hang out with friends and I'm gonna have a good time. If you go with expectations, that's when the everybody's a critic thing kicks in. You're yeah. you're already analyzing it before it even starts. Yeah. You, look, you know, and then that that'll you'll have a bad time. <laughs> if you don't do pizza and fries, you're gonna have a bad, yeah, time. Have a bad time. Yeah, the last time Cheese played there, I was walking across one of the bridges over the rivers and literally a bald eagle flew over my head oh, walking shit. into the cutbird and it's like that's yeah, a good place to see a show. I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling, feeling this. what this is about. about you know? <laughs> so you have a family. Yes. How how does is your hi wife? Bella? Hi Mindy. Hi guys. Oh, hi, hi Bella. Hi Bella Mindy. Mindy. So what's the is your wife into the scene? And no, but she's thing? a very kind woman. She uh, oh, she I mean Mind- she I think is it Mindy. Mindy. Okay. Mindy's my wife and Bella's sorry, my daughter. I just assumed. Yeah. Um. So. Mindy's not, she's not in the scene, but she's, she's very understanding. I mean, we, we kind of have this funny line with each other. Um, we started dating right about three weeks before Fish first came back to Hampton in 09. So within a few weeks of dating, she saw me in the middle of like the work year fly across the country to see this band and fly back. And so, you know, we, when we talk about these things, she'll say, you know, you knew who I was when we started dating. I wasn't really into it. And I'll, and I'll say, and you knew who I was, and I was. And so we give each other that space. Mm. Um, we try to balance it out. Um, it's tricky at times with, uh, you know, I don't want to use all my vacation time without the family, but she also wants me to go back to New York where, like I was saying, I was in Camden sleeping on the floor with best friends of mine for the last 25 years having that moment. So yeah. I living in Oregon with my friends around the country, you still need that space to do that. Yeah, and you need to do your thing, and you want to yeah. do a family thing too. Yeah. And you, you and she's incredibly kind with that and allowing that. So, but she, I think she has a lot more knowledge than she probably wants to. She's, <laughs> I sure did. She just had to pick it up. As, yeah, I mean, especially like when I was doing the book. So then it was like, well, honey, I need to listen to even more of this music now because I got to really focus on fish more yeah. than just. Uh, I'm totally focused on fish anyway, but now I really need to focus on fish. So uh, she. She's probably an expert, a reluctant expert at this point. <laughs> You've taken her to a show, right? She's been to two shows. Okay. Um, but, I, but to be fair, I mean, Fish, first of all, Fish hasn't been here in like 20 years. Right. So I, I think that's one of the things that's interesting about being a Northwest fan is like you have to be hardcore. You have to drive hours, yes. fly hours. Drive. I mean, last year to the Gorge, we had to drive through fire on both sides. Yeah. Like, we're, there's no, <laughs> like, I'm just sides, taking an Uber right. to a show. Like, you have to be dedicated. So, like, I feel like any fan I bump into living in Portland around here, it's like you're hardcore. There's no other way about it because you can't really you can't engage the it life. when you're you up there. There's no way to, to so we just flew out to Denver in. to go. You know, yeah. It's, That's yeah. almost like the closest show is Denver. But, um. She and I went to Outside Lands in, I think, 2011 in San Francisco, which, you know, and then she saw a show in Toronto with me. We were there for a wedding, neither of which I think were like authentic, pure fish experiences, sort of like what I was talking about with my first show being part of the Horde Festival. It was like Outside Lands, like the crowd that was there before there, I think it was MGMT before fish. So like there was like, you know, there were some people, they were checking it out, whereas a fish crowd, like the hardcore have been there for five hours waiting for the show to start. And then Toronto, um, we went with my whole family, it was amazing, but it was a rescheduled show. We we lucked into it. This was like fish serendipity that happened. I mean, a lot of people were not that thrilled. I may have been the only one that was happy. (laughs) It was supposed to happen maybe- (laughs) It was supposed to happen two weeks prior to the wedding. 
but I guess there was a bad weather and they rescheduled it to the day after my friend my cousin's wedding and it happened to also be like the 20th anniversary of my first show. So I got uh-huh. to take my family to this show that Aww. wasn't supposed to happen. This magical fish cool. show. anniversary. Uh, yeah, and but you know again it wasn't quite like it was a rescheduled show. The tour it just didn't there there wasn't the fish. So Mindy didn't scene. get the butterflies at the show. No. no. What, did, what was her it. what was her thing when she left the the show? Was she just like cool yeah. whatever man yeah no she she gets it and like you know she you know i don't put all of her stuff out there but she likes certain bands more than others right. of my bands and fish is near the top of my bands for her we also i mean i we've talked before like there's lots of different genres i like and she likes hip-hop she likes indie and so do i hip-hop more than indie but like we have other bands that we will travel to see like my morning jacket's a band that both of us love and we've gone to seattle before to travel to so we have that that musical connection with other stuff did you but, see jim james at the zoo uh, no, I was back east doing, I think that was the same time as Camden. Oh, okay. Fish, fish tour this summer. But I did see him at Country Fair. Um, That's Country Fair. I got to ask, I've always been curious, because I think we talked about this years ago before we even lived up here. Like, when you're a teacher, uh, it just seems like it'd be a great advantage to have the summer off. It, I when, did. When festivals and things are happening, like. The, the teaching gig is is a wonderful gig for a few reasons. Number one, you feel like you're doing something good in the world. Yeah. yeah. But then number two, you feel like you could have an amazing summer too. So it's kind yeah. of like you, you have, there's like this altruistic aspect and also the selfish aspect simultaneously. Yeah. And you're like, okay. So yeah, no, summertime is, is my time to shine. Um, you know, and, and my wife is a teacher also. So the two of us are oh, that's simultaneously so off for two months, which I think my daughter... Um, having both parents to hang out just for a couple months with her is kind of a really and then you guys thing can go back Aww. east and do yeah. things during the summer and, and, and we allows did. for that. That's that's yeah. awesome. So we went back as a family for a week and you know did New York City, did museums, went to Sesame Place, and then uh, my wife and daughter flew back on the first night of Camden, and I just okay drove to the Wait, show straight from there. What, Sesame Place. So it's like a, I mean, it's basically a Sesame Street theme park with water slides and rides for little kids where is it a uh, half hour from philly we gotta take jasper oh to sesame it's, place it's pretty, i want to take jasper to cute. sesame place it's pretty cute is it pretty especially cute? the summertime it, like the water stuff is good okay mm. yeah oh <sighs> who knew just, we'd go in this direction i just became a grandpa thank you jason see how you're so open to yeah. whatever this is exactly it this let's, is, let's go that's why fans <laughs> are awesome no we just became grandparents, man, and and, uh, and he really loves Sesame Street for some reason. Thank you, thanks, man. Yeah. It is the best thing that's ever happened to me in my whole life. Thanks a lot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. Sorry, well, Simon. You had Anthony. something to do. With that, yeah. The no. Happening it, in a way. Less diapers. Oh. All the joy. Less diapers. Oh my god. Dude, you don't even know. The, oh, here. Oh, the seeing oh, the we'll see in the elation on recognition talk about joy oh my gosh the smiles and then the vampire teeth and the <laughs> little belly rolls and the oh my god i just i'm sp- i'm sprung if, if if there's like a you know a Mel's a jasper, jasper 2018 summer tour. You, know, <laughs> oh, you, should get, you should make up tour shirts right? I'm you, down. you could double dip next summer little fish on the east coast yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's, that's kind of what i did that's kind of exactly. a goal for for the show is to get to do at least one Summer Run. tour back east. I I've never seen a, a show. What about Madison uh, Square Garden? How how special is it to you? I, I mean, that's uh, I think the pinnacle. Um, oh, really? Uh, well, more I would put, than Hampton. Yeah, and I would say if you think about 
New York, if you think about Madison Square Garden, if you oh, think yeah. about the fact that Fish basically can play that for New Year's, it's kind of the maybe the most famous, at least in this country, arena. Yeah. They get it for New Year's. It's home base. I mean, Hampton, the mothership is incredible. But I mean, I, I think Fish has played almost 50 some odd times. I think I've been to 40 something of them. Like I've, and it's, it's That's my home. That's a lot of shows. Do you have a number? Uh, total shows or I yeah, think, I think I'm two twenty six. I think two twenty six. Um, so I, but uh, yeah, MSG is just like I feel like it's the center of the center of the center, I, and the fact that every yeah, New Year's that the they it. get the chance to do that. Um, the spectacles that they do, the gags they do, are just the they're incredible. Ships. Well, yeah. that wasn't New Year's, but no, the pirate ship. It was, was New Year's. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and like you know, you saw that uh, if you saw the documentary between me and my mind. How it's much amazing. do tickets run for those shows? About a hundred oh, okay. with, with fees and whatnot. Okay. Um, I think New Year's is usually ten bucks more than a regular that's, show. That's so fucking. Think about that's reasonable. What you would pay Very to go reasonable. to a New Year's party it, in your hometown? That's yeah. life experience too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that is with you for the rest of your life. Yeah, I think I did actually one of the chapters in the book. I talked well, about I, the, you know, the balloon I, drop experience and getting buried under the balloons and. That's from my MSG. Okay, because you there was a picture that you took from your buddy's room mm -hmm. um, that that was in here that I wanted to ask you about because I'm from New York too and I remember seeing the ball drop Madison Square Garden. That is the pinnacle of the center of the center of the center. Like, and so to see a show there, at, like Fish, with that crowd. So wait, are you saying you want to go? I think you should. I mean, I'm not <laughs> saying I don't want to go. I think that, see, Aaron and I are very different in the sense that- It hasn't been announced, but it's kind of been announced. <laughs> yeah. It has been announced. I like to do different shit. He like, he's reminiscent. So, you know, it's like kind of going to the restaurant that you know you like. because you nostalgic. like, Yeah. And I'm like, I want to do new shit. Let's- Well, we've uh, never okay. done that. And he'll, that's what he says. Every show's different. I get that. But every location is literally different. And so I like feeling the energy. If we're going to do twice dicks, then let's do one time Madison Square Garden. Or one. I really want to go to the Halloween shows. I, I didn't know that that was going on till the year we were leaving. So we never did that because yeah, we were living there. We had no living idea. Living there, dude. And didn't I'm not even gonna get into it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like yeah. Uh, never knew anything uh, about uh. it. I I knew a couple because I worked valet and I knew a couple people that were into the string cheese incident, and I I didn't get it. I didn't know it. I was too busy being a mom back then. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. I didn't care, and knowing that that was going on, and I was like, after the fact, I was like, whoa that kind of party in vegas at the mgm but with cost like legit reason to wear a costume and then stepping out into the that's vegas what did it for floor her costumes after yeah. that yeah. like so fish blows your mind and then you got to go into the casino and see the, uh, and like it's, wow what's what's fun about the vegas shows is like the further you get from the mgm the more diluted the fish yeah. scene is so like when you walk out and you first see like the roulette table like it's just you know like all <laughs> hippies rock it out and then you go to like the next maybe new york new york and then it's like half and then you could kind of ebb and flow uh where you're going and that experience similar to like new york when we were you were talking about like the the, the ball drop <laughs> yeah with the balloon like you're an msg you're with fish there's you know twenty thousand of you just celebrating life it ends you walk out now you're in manhattan wow a new few year's. blocks from where the ball drop where all those people just had their experience so like i've 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 walked out and seen like it was like tumbleweed of confetti just rolling by down the street and like you random you know you know it's sometimes amateur hour and people puke into the, like you just yeah. walk by this like you're like it and it's 
fun. I mean, yeah. it's fun cool. to see. Yeah, it's a total spectacle. <laughs> well, I guess you're from there, so you wouldn't. It's not scary. Yeah, it seems yeah. a little scary to me. I've never been to a city that big. In well, my that's life. what would be fun about going to a New York is like plan a trip. It would wouldn't just be a fish show. It would be a New York like trip. Visit. I've always wanted to go back east, see New York. I want to eat pizza from New York. Damn it! I want to try mm-hmm. some of the food. You know, there's there's things <laughs> hey, you hear your whole life. It's <laughs> like, it's like I want to immerse in that. Well, kind of like when we went to Chicago, the Fairly Well. Mm-hmm. That was so fun. That's a, that's a big city. Ate I mean, awesome yeah, food. Yeah. Walked around the whole time. Yeah, Chicago. And for when that got out, seventy five thousand people. Yeah, pouring yeah. out vomiting into, into, the into the Chicago. Yeah. Did you go to yeah. that show? No, I just did oh the you ones went to, okay. Yeah, that's right. You did. I'm trying to remember, I don't remember why I didn't go. I think oh my. My, my daughter was just born. She was born in April of 2015. So Aww. that's that's why I'm like, that's why I didn't Little go. Little Bella. Yeah. Um, but yeah, New York, I mean, I, I think you would, I think you'd love it. I think it's just a really unique, authentic experience. I think there was um, a promoter in New York who on Sirius Radio basically said that Fish is happening. It's one of his things he's doing. So he kind of let the cat out of the bag. It hasn't been officially announced, but... Kind of. I heard Forum LA New Year's. I heard that about a month ago, and now I see all the MSG stuff. So, who knows? I, I mean, it's. I, I kind of assume it's New York till it's not New York. It's one of those things when mm-hmm. most signs are pointing there. I mean, I'm. I would love for. I mean, Forum I could probably do, or you know, a trip back to India when they did that. You know, like I could, right. I could, I could make that happen. But I think New York is just it's home for them. They live there. I think logistically, like to have. You know, they're doing these theatrical shows with dancers and performers and mechanics of things dropping from the ceiling. And like New York, you have Broadway. You have all these so, yeah. people there. Um, yeah. I think it's a little bit harder. I mean, L.A. probably you could get that as well. But, you know, people talk about Miami. It's like, well, I wonder if the logistics of putting all of those right. things together would be as easy as having this already built system that they've been doing every year. year and, year out. you know, they're them. I'm sure it's nice to be home. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. On New Year's. Yeah. Family, With your family. Exactly. And, yeah. Like, what a great thing to be able to do is like. I don't think it's selfish. It's probably more like from a with a musician how much they have to be on the road. So what a great so thing hard. to be able to be like. Yeah. You know what? On New Year's, I'm I'm being home, and so I can go home. Yeah, when the show's my... over, I'm sleeping in my fucking bed. Yeah, yeah. And, and in recent interviews, I know I think it was Paige <laughs> who was just talking about how happy the band is right now, and I think with things I, like I that, heard that, it's like, well, you get to you make these choices. They don't tour nonstop because yeah. they would burn out, and they don't yes. have to, and they don't have to, and they get and to they pick and choose and be home with their family on New Year's because they can. Like See? lately, we're crack. We always crack uh, with with Mike Gordon's uh, social media. He, he is so funny. Yeah. The stuff he does, and now and he's coming here. We're yeah, to see him January. Yeah, that's be awesome. I'm excited. And... So, I'm gonna ask you a, a tough question. Okay. <laughs> uh oh. Before we finish. All right. <laughs> and I'll I'll tell you mine okay. first. So, out of all the stuff that's happened and the the road to write this moment and getting turned on to the music and, and all of it. My favorite part of all of it, apart from the music itself, is the connection that I've found to my f- my family, mm-hmm. my friend family and my wife and my buddy and, and you. And that's my favorite part of the whole thing. Like feeling that connection to other human beings on a a visceral, like real tangible level. I think I felt really alienated younger when I was younger. And 
it really did something for me and it it gave me hope for humanity in a weird kind of a way so like for me that's my favorite part of the whole thing what's your favorite part of this whole thing that's happened for you I mean, it's, it would be hard to not say the community part because I just, I love my friends. I love my family. I love having the opportunity to celebrate life together, to plan things together, to look back. I mean, you get to reminisce on things you did. You get to look forward to things you're going to do. You get to see them and just, I mean, I, a friend of mine's having a, an annual party tonight where I'm going to go and I'm going to be like, so who's going to cheese? Who's going to my, you know, like I get to just, who's going yeah. to New Year's? Like, I'm just really excited to see all my friends and just kind of check in about uh, the the fun things we have coming on around around the country, um, and so having you know my friends with me, my family with me. Um, I think I've been to fish shows. I think now with fifteen family members. Oh, uh, my mom's been to multiple shows. She <laughs> oh, saw. Wow. What's mom think my, about it? She, she loves it. Oh my god! Uh, I tried it. Yes. She was actually supposed to come out with me for uh, SPAC. It was on her birthday this summer. And uh, my sister just had her daughter, and so my mom needed yeah. to help my sister out. And of course, it didn't quite work out. But I was, I was excited to bring her. I brought my sister to a show. Um, my cousin uh, Lauren helped kind of introduce me to fish way back when. And so, at Camden the first night, I was there with her husband and her two kids. Aww. One of my uh, best friends from high school who lives in Europe. One of my friends who used to live in Portland who now lives in Florida. We spent a whole show together, and I'm just looking at you know. Here's my literal family. Here's my chosen family, and we're all dancing, celebrating life together. Um, so, I, you know, there's a lot of answers, but it's sort of no, no, yeah. none, none, none better than than the family and the community. Yeah, experiencing it together. Yeah. There's nothing like that. Yeah. Well, I I appreciate you coming over, man, and I I love it when it doesn't happen the other way very often. This is what happens usually, but I love it when somebody comes over and it's just instant comfortable. And, well, that, I, honestly, it, that's how I can't really Yeah, that's think the rule rather yeah, than the, the exception. <laughs> yeah. well, that's how it is. It's been a couple. It'd be a little awkward. You know, yeah, hand, yeah. I'll hand you my resume. And we'll <laughs> yeah, here's my show. Here's my notes and what I'm going to talk about. No, this is what you I'd know like what? you to ask and, uh, me. David Kasakov's resume was amazing. That oh, actually wow. happened. Oh, my gosh. Okay. He yeah. did, and it was amazing. It was badass. It was funny yeah. shit. Shout right. out, David. So we got to go to some shows. That's that's yeah. what I got out of this conversation. We got we got cheese coming out. So let's, yeah. let's find Gordon. each other. All right. So everybody out there, you know what to do, right? I think. Follow us on social media. Right. At No Simple Road. What else? NoSimpleRoad.com. Well, Patreon. Patreon. You know, that that yeah right. that all of it. We don't usually you guys, do that right here. That's, why not? Uh, okay. Still we do just that. I just want to thank you, Jason, for thank coming you. over. Thanks for spending the afternoon with us and yeah, uh, sharing your That's thoughts. Awesome. This is fun. Love it to do is it again. fun. Heck yeah. And we will for post for cheese. cheese recap. Yep. Yes, and for that, sure. All right. And that's one last. That that's that's beautiful about what the, this scene. Just live music. What are fish? Grateful Dead. String. Whatever. All of them. Put them all into one. Music is 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 a, it, it creates an instant connection. Mm -hmm. You're yeah. already friend. We were already friends before you came over friends and family mm -hmm. yeah there's mm -hmm. that connection of like you get it we get it we all get it let's go get let's it let's go get yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> let's go get it so, all right guys let's go get it smile at a stranger hydrate gonna get it hydrate don't don't forget don't to hydrate yeah don't forget to hydrate because safety third safety oh, no. third <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week yeah. with more stuff we it'll be guys. fun i swear love one another hug yeah, everybody new stuff
well as a fear. We've traveled this road before, so we may think. But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. Hey listeners, I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant, evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts, and new episodes come out every Monday.